This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by AeroPress. Now, let me paint a picture for you. You bought an amazing, delicious smelling bag of coffee beans. You get home, you're stoked. You make the coffee and it just isn't what you're feeling. You know, it's it's a bad cup. AeroPress coffee, however, uses a patented brew method. That's right. You didn't think I knew about brew methods, but I do. Uh, it gets all the purest flavor that you could imagine out of those beans and it speeds things up so coffee doesn't get over extracted. It's going to give you a smooth Uh, It's going to give you a rich, it's going to give you a bitter-free cup of coffee that tastes as good as the smell, if not better. And that's what we're all shooting for. You know what I mean? AeroPress, it's like a French press that makes a way better cup of coffee. AeroPress uses a patented three-in-one brew technology, again, with my brew technology knowledge. Uh, It's going to combine the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press into one compact tiny little portable device built for travel. I got one. I have traveled with it. It is in the cupboard right now, barely taking up any space. You get a completely unique, delicious cup of coffee wherever you go, only possible with an AeroPress. With over 55,000 five-star ratings in over 60 countries, that's almost more countries than I thought existed. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. At just under 50 bucks, And with all of those great reviews, AeroPress makes an exceptional gift. It's thoughtful, it's proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. I'm all those things as well. Who wouldn't love that as a gift? Gift receipt, not needed. No one's going to take it back. Get on it. AeroPress is shockingly affordable, less than 50 bucks. And we've got an incredible offer for our audience. Visit AeroPress.com slash AllFantasy. Again, that's A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash all fantasy and use the promo code all fantasy to save 20% off of your order. That's aeropress.com slash all fantasy and be sure to use the code all fantasy at checkout to save 20%. It is time to ditch the drive through, toss the French press and say yes to better mornings fueled by better coffee. Aeropress ships to the USA and over 60 countries around the world. And we thank Aeropress for sponsoring our show. of all fantasy everything the podcast that just allowed 10 seconds for room tone there you go marissa we did it for you yep. <laughs> apparently we need to start doing room tone sean just told us now well i just found he's out he's been hoarding this information for himself my computer oh, oh god podcast <laughs> over it's all we're done we're done guys the room is at home recording yeah. <laughs> there's there's a moose loose in the room did you see that moose video i sent to the group i've seen that photo? moose video since before it went I viral i should have known that i should have known on, that come on man you know i'm up on these moose you got fights. your finger on the pulse he's got moose a healthy culture. respect for the moose wait is know? this the one with the the boston accent yeah yeah. <laughs> I saw that video because someone quote tweeted and just said, not the accent I expected no, here. No, not at all. <laughs> that was true. Like it was happening in his front yard. Like that's not like they weren't on vacation. No, that's somewhere. a dub over. You think it, it is? It happened at a housing, uh, uh, housing, uh, what do you call it? Well, there's a lot of houses. A housing, housing project? A, subdivision, a, subdivision, a, a, a subdivision in Alaska. Oh, okay. Sure. 
Uh, what is the word? Why now a suburb? A subdivision. No, a subdivision. subdivision. Okay. Yeah. Beaverton is the word. It's an, it happened in, be, in, well, in Beaverton of, has a lot of subdivisions, I imagine. It happened absolutely it does. Yeah. Uh, what we got like a like a Canterbury crossing. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like like Blue Glen. Spyglass. Yeah. Spyglass Hill. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Charlet. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, we had more Charlet like, if you come from one side, Somerset Meadows if you come from Tother. Both stripper. I, I was more yeah. of a dog patch, whiskey flats kind of Yeah, kid, we know. So. <laughs> North North Cliff. You're parking lot, kind of a dog parking, patch, parking lot of the Econo Suites, we know. <laughs> no, I did. I grew up in apartments and it was like Prairie Wind, Country Meadows. Yeah, oh, um, me too. Panther, Charleston, Charleston Courts. Panther Lake, Appian Way. Panther Lake? Yeah, Panther Lake. we lived in Panther Lake twice. Whoa. We moved That's away. That's metal. Yeah. yeah. My neighborhood was called University City, which is just University City. <laughs> That's it's a Pokemon city. That's literally it's, what oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I'm going to go see Brock at the University City Gym. Gym. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm going to yeah. catch a yeah. Pikachu. Like. Brock. <laughs> was, there a couple a, Brocks. was there a nearby university? In theory. So, yes. <laughs> but the, the fun story is that this is in San Diego. They built UCSD and then they were like, we need to build a whole neighborhood where all the professors will live and we'll call it University City because we're building it just for the university. Right. And then all the professors are like, we're too rich for this. We're going to live in La Jolla and Del Mar, right. which are nicer neighborhoods. Isn't, you, isn't that kind of in a shitty spot of San Diego? It's like right side, outside of downtown, right? Like yes. kind of no, it's like right next to La Jolla. Shitty, so it's like north of downtown, but it's like the very boring, like all 70s ranch home middle class okay, area yeah. that's like in next to all the exciting stuff. The kind I of did. houses that will cost $1.2 million here. Right. Yeah. I didn't mean to call your neighborhood shitty, by the way. My esteemed colleague, David, pointed out that that's what I just did. He gave didn't but he mean came to up it all. It's called Dog As, Patch, Whiskey Flats. <laughs> literally anyone who knows me knows I am not in the habit of defending San Diego. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to anyone else from UC also listening to this, but. That was the name of my first book was In the Habit of Defending San Diego. Yeah, it was. And oh. that was me on the cover, glasses in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were so far down the bridge of your nose, they just uh, fell off. You had a gun covering your eyes and glasses in your mouth. Uh, uh, it, yeah, dude, it's the podcast in a 10 seconds of room tone. I'm getting better. For some no, reason, back I, on. I lost on. the last episode, you but I'm did, back, baby. You did not. It was fine. Sean S. Jordan on Twitter. Uh -huh. Sean Cougar Mellon Jordan. Sean Encouragement Mellon Cougar Jordan. Mm -hmm. Right now. Sean St. Clown Posse. Sean St. Clown Posse. Mm -hmm. Just getting some Sean Encouragement from did Sean Jordan. Say? Did we already do for that? Sean say Knowles. Yeah. I started calling, well, years ago, it was Becca, my friend Becca, we were calling her fiance Knowles, but I'm going to start calling Laura fiance Knowles. Ah, she's her fiance Knowles. I got engaged. He's engaged. Oh my God, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. This Should is a live reveal. This is my genuine reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I awesome. keep forgetting that people might give a shit. So when I tell someone or they find out, they're like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, uh, I guess I... I guess I wasn't well, thinking. And about also it. because you're a man, you can't do like the thing where you just strategically position your hand until someone asks you yeah. about it. You have to directly tell people. You think, you think I would be doing never that? notice. As soon as I get the ring, ring tattooed yeah. on my finger. I mean, we've talked about this briefly on the podcast before. Tot, no, see, <laughs> he was going to get a ring tattooed to anybody and out again, there. That's you a limit. If what that, are you in that Cheryl Crow Kid Rock video? Yeah. <laughs> if that, that's a picture video move for If you are out sure. there and you have a ring tattooed on your finger, no this is shade. not shade. Yeah, this is not, not shade. Dragging this you. Is, so Sean just hasn't seen the sunshine in three damn days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put your picture away. That's your that's your that's your impression of that song? That's how I think Bob sounds, yeah. Bob who? Oh, Kid Rock. Yeah. Bob Rock. His name's, his You're name's on first Bob. name basis. Oh, his name's Robert Rock. 
I call him Roberto Rock. Didn't he's, we do this the I other think night? He's higher up here. We probably. <laughs> I think he's more up here than you're putting him. Yeah, probably. I can't say. Put your picture away. Yeah. Sat yeah, you're down. digging is in it, a little more than I he think did. it's even higher than that. He's a little more raspy. No, I think he's even higher yeah. than that. He does. What he goes. <laughs> sat down and cried today. That's too high. Is that too high? That was too high. Yeah, you were too high. That's just not on that shelf. I'm very honest and say I'm not familiar enough with the vocal register of Kid Rock (laughs) to judge this. I'm a coastal elite. I have to be pretty sure about that. That's true. Saw you yesterday with an old friend. It was the same Same old, same how have you been? Now you're harmonizing, and that's just beautiful. That is nice. I like that, too. That was pretty cool. I've walked into some bars where that was playing and been like, oh. We want oh. That's one of those songs that if I'm drunk, I don't relate to it at all, but uh, if I'm drunk, I relate to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's about being on the road, right? I mean, that's, I don't just know being what it's about, shit. really. I don't, I don't think so. I think it's about like a breakup, right? Well, I think it's because he's on the road so much. Uh, he's cheating on her a bunch, and he, you know, so he's being a piece of shit, doing drugs. Oh, because she time, saw him like, at the hotel. Yeah. And everyone knows, but they won't tell. Correct. Ah. Yeah. Ha ha ha. So she flew in. And then she said, yeah. It was one of these, says, like, I'll meet you in Madison sort of things. Yeah, but then when they see each other on the street, she was like, I was headed to church. And he was like, I was off to drink you away. Uh-huh. This is the kind of trenchant contemporary cultural analysis that people are coming to this podcast <laughs> This is what they for. came for. 2019, <laughs> huh? All right. Yeah, let's open yeah. it with an in-depth discussion. How about we surprise, talk about surprise, my the first early O's. Picture by Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean St. Clown Posse, what do you got coming up? Do you got the Snow Jam? January 25th, Snow Jam. Which I imagine we'll all be taking in next year's pop culture. Remedy roundup. Brewery is where it is. Remedy Every episode brewery. gets a little, I get a little more information about this show. Remedy Brewing Company. In Comedy Remedy Brewery. Yeah, it's a, a Saturday Let's uh yeah, let's all go there and have fun in Sioux Falls. Headlining. Headlining. Snow Jam. Mm-hmm. You, Kevin McDonald yes. from Kids in the Hall. Uh-huh. Balky <laughs> from Perfect Strangers. Balky from Perfect Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the other guy? The, and, then, and then one of Patrice O'Neill's friends. All three. Oh, Dante there. Nero. Dante, yeah, Dante Nero. Nero. Accidental mm-hmm. Proud Boy. Accidental Proud Boy. <laughs> Uh, what yeah, else? What that. else is going on? You're That's engaged. About it. I mean, yeah, we're you're engaged up. to be married, and you've and you engaged in illegal narwhal tusk smuggling activities. Stop! Stop! For the stop. last twenty stop. years, probably. Jeez, and rice, airing me out like that. Uh, yeah, I'm engaged. Looking at wedding venues. You made tacos. May I made tacos? Yeah. Turkey them, tacos. Put some season in then there. Season is this going to be a local there? wedding? Is this happening? Saying it. <laughs> is this happening in L.A. or is it happening elsewhere? The wedding? Yes. That'll be uh, looking like. Outside of Portland. Oregon's beautiful Columbia Gorge. Yes. Looking in the the gorge. I had some of the best honey I've ever had in the Columbia Gorge. I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Columbia, it is funny where, yeah, you see shit like where you're like apricot honey. You get a majestic backdrop for all the photos. Oh, yeah. Carved out by a once mighty Columbia River surging, (laughs) surging with the melted ice. From the, uh, from the, oh my God, my brain, dude. No, your brain is fantastic. My coworker got married Ice Age on Mount Hood. Really? And it looked very physically uncomfortable, but very beautiful. It's gorgeous. I don't know if I would want to. You're like That's in formal gear walking a male hood. Well, the big dog got married. My friend Tori got married at, uh, <laughs> on, um, just a- off a of Mount dog. Hood. Yeah. So like at government camp. Anyways. Zigzag government camp. Yeah. And, uh, it, <laughs> sorry, David's, David's throwing hangers at the wall over there. Sorry for his, uh, Oh, the doorbell. That Starbucks order comes <laughs> quick. Anyway, uh, you could see Mount Hood in the background of where he was married. And uh, we took a ski lift up, which was sick. And then we took 
like a sled, like a dry sled down. Is that making sense? Like a, a dry, sled. like a luge type thing. You get what it? Are you, are you talking about Mount Hood Meadows over like dirt? Like what yeah. makes it a dry sled? Yeah, it was like it was like a like a PVC track or fiberglass or something, and you were in. He like, got married at Mount Hood Meadows. Then, is that what right? that is? Yeah, this probably. sounds like he got Ski-Doo? married at Six Flags. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was that ride? Say it again. Ski Doo. Yeah. Sure. Ski Doo. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. Or Ski Bowl, maybe. Ski Bowl. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's Ski-Doo? been a minute. Anyway, yeah, Ski Doo's not it. Ski Bowl. Something. It was, anyway, it was amazing. It was funny watching all these people, <laughs> like. Probably five people ate like real shit on the. Well, they didn't. It's more of a luge it. than a sled. There's not a bunch of people in it. It's like a one person. One person. Yeah. But you can go pretty fast, and there were all these people in suits who fell off. Like Andy, I think, gave his suit to Smith because he fell so hard and just got holes everywhere in his. Yeah, suit. no, it'll burn Wild. through your clothes. Ivan Carmel like wasted a uh, Columbia sportswear jacket. Yeah, spilling off that thing. That's <laughs> like, an interesting strategy for a wedding. <laughs> well, I went down like a gentleman, took my time, and Was had a blast. Was there an option for maybe so the more frail of the community? You could take a you could take a car back down. Yeah. Okay, great, great, great. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, man. For the Not wimps. in my world. Yeah. Can yeah. you do a skeleton style where you go down head first? You couldn't. Oh, man. It was very, it was very, you felt like it, it was very not safe. It's a not safe ride. It's not safe. Sure. No, that is like, they for sure was built in the 70s. Yeah, you, know? you could easily, easily go flying out of it. That's yeah. a lot of people did. That was built when another thing that could happen was Russia might nuke us. So we might as well. <laughs> so not we living on the edge well. of taking up too much room. That's right. That's why uh, I got a tattoo. Allison Herman. Hi. Back in the back in the crib. Not even in the studio this time. I know. I know. Yeah. Old tradition, new venue. Yes, I like exactly. that we're keeping it fresh. At least for me. I don't know. I'm assuming you guys regularly. Well, I live here, here most of the time. This so is very like, comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> if I lived in this space, I would record my podcast here all the time. Why but wouldn't you? There's a picture of Larry David. There's a variety fun. of candles. There's a There's bomb. an Emmy directly in my sight line. Take a it's look very at the Emmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a black belt next to it. And a black belt. Either way, we can get it done either way. There's nunchuck. There's two pairs of nunchucks. In that room? There are nunchucks in the house if it really pops off. <laughs> Good to know. Hopefully, we'll it won't. keep that in mind. Hopefully, it won't. There are when someone makes a particularly egregious selection, like say an eclipse. Oh as yeah, a piece or, of pop or, culture. or Judge Roy Moore. Now, one of those I'll give you. The eclipse was a pop culture event. I went I back to listen to it today, that. and no, it, yes, it is. It, no, now that I'm a little more confident and sure of myself, I feel like you could have hedged it and said something like. Eclipse memes, yeah, but like the fact that you said the eclipse, the I eclipse, think is pretty, the eclipse was a pop culture situation. No. I went to a party, an eclipse party. That's pop culture stuff. So eclipse parties, like that, maybe the it it, it uh, for pop culture seems like something like had to be made by humans with the intention of adding to the culture. For humans. And the eclipse is just a thing that happens in the sky. And we don't but even need to debate this because if it comes up again, I'll just go get some nunchucks. So. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to read that again. Jason. Stop keeping everyone in line. We were taking the law into your own hands. Uh, all <laughs> right. We're going to get in the dojo. She's like, we don't even need to talk about it because I'll get violent. We can just go to the studio and end his career any fun. Yeah, right. I'll break you news right now, man. I, it's funny because the last time I looked at you, you weren't holding a holiday beverage and it's funny it's like almost like i look back over and it just appeared in your hand yeah oh, yeah I as know. a person who does not caffeinate i don't think i've seen the starbucks like holiday cup design and oh, yeah, this is nuts. crazy yeah this well, one's a mess a first of all i am also a person who doesn't caffeinate yeah I don't you know. are what is going on what are you drinking that is weird that's an eggnog latte yeah today i was like i want to get coffeeed up this morning man wow. you don't caffeinate i don't really I didn't think about that ever, ever, you're ever. in a nog zone though right now it's it's the snog season yeah it's nog season you got chompa you got to really grab it by the lapels because it's I, not long. I kissed it right on the mouth. It is a not long, not a long <laughs> now season. Now the PSL season is six months a year. We yeah. gotta, we gotta really treasure the. You do the nog, the nog champa. That's which was a, <laughs> it's a different nog thing. 
But I burn it in the background. I have some. You want me to light some Nog Chomper? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be jacked up by the end of this. I'll get to it in a bit. A. Herman, tw- 2006 on Twitter. Yes, it is my former AIM username. If that for I, everyone wondering. Nice. <laughs> I've been asked, Across so I decided platform. to just preemptively announce it. But yes. Sticky McJew. Very embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing. Honestly, I prob- that would have been a better one. I should have just been Ve- Sticky McGee. You should have. It was <laughs> taken. Was oh, I'm sorry. On it was every taken. platform. It was not available. Mine was Joe Dierte 187. Joe Dierte. <laughs> and is that what you get? Just because you put an E you on the end of Joe Dierte? You have a lot Dirt? of 187s yeah. in your name. <laughs> 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 My really email still has 187. I'm really yeah. just reaping the long-term rewards of being very boring and uncreative at yeah. age 13. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, oh, my name and the year it is. And All right, great. stuck with Way that forever. Better. That Way settles better. it. Yeah, when you heard about 187, you were just like, great. That, that, yeah, like, that cool. takes care of me. Murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell everybody. Tell, tell Target.com. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want me to submit for the half hour this year? It's got murder in my email. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> Allison, a writer and occasional podcaster for The Ringer. A great website. A great website. A great website. A great website. Uh, what do you what 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 have you read re- or re- written recently that you'd like to people uh, to read? To well, you know, to? it's list season. It is very the much best list time season. of the year. Sure is. So I collaborated with my colleague Chris Ryan to name the ten best television shows of the year in our esteemed opinion, yes. and uh, to accompany it, I wrote a nice little essay. So Sweet. my year end content, amazing. You go can oh, consume yeah. it. Go check that out. Is this our fourth? I think this is our fourth time this doing this. This is our fourth. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I have a Pretty- college degree in all fantasy everything. You do? There we go. But, right? Is that what they do? As That's we the- go on. Oh, there we go. We remember all the times we... <laughs> Had together. I'm very moved. That and that Green Day song, Time of Your Life, those were were in my graduation video. Ours ours was Here's to the Night by Eve Six. I had really. I had no choice in the matter. <laughs> I would swallow my mind. I would talk on the time, but the thought thereof would leave me empty inside. I would swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing, nothing but faith in nothing. nothing. That was Eve Six, right? Tinder. I don't yeah. even know. Is that how that song went? Yes, it no, is. No, that's a different Eve Six song. Oh. Hot in a blender, watching like, around. Here's to the night we felt alive. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. Any Eve sex related concerns will be fielded by Sean Jordan for the <laughs> remainder of the episode. Uh, so check out Allison's year in content. This is our four, this is crazy. It is crazy. I, it's crazy that AFE's been around for four years, but I guess it has. I remember sitting in that room the first, I think the first one I ever did where you're just like, hey, you want to come uh, do my podcast today? Yeah. And I was like, sure. Yeah. What What are we doing? What is What is that? Let's do it. The mall, I think, is what tight. we were doing. No, that wasn't the first one. Talk about that that was the first one. The f- yeah. mall was the first one we were all on together. That we did together. Ah, but the okay, first okay. one I did with you. Well, I can't remember now. I can go back and find out on the internet. This but. is also by far the most casual ask. I feel like every other time you've like DM me and been like, hey, like, I don't know if you'd be down to do the pop culture draft again. And this year I just got a text that was like, almost time for the draft. Run it back. What's up? <laughs> 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 well, now we've had it. We've, we've been to hotel birthday parties together. And once that's happened. That's true. You know what I mean? All once you hosted a karaoke event that exactly. I'm at. Exactly. That's exactly. a bond. Dude, that's that family so out. God, that was tight. That was a fun one. I'm also I'm still surprised nobody aged shit on that weird step thing over into Me the. Uh, I stubbed my toe and it bled on that thing. I'll tell you, you did. that. Oh, so I you did. I mean, that I counts. Know. Yeah, I didn't fall though. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm uh, scared. I get scared for this draft every year because every time be. I say something dumb. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah, you take Roy Moore <laughs> and the Eclipse in the same draft. Uh, we were talking about you being in Portland. You went to Portland. I you did had go Pine to Portland. State biscuits. 
Although it was a while ago, but I did source almost all of my recommendations directly from you, oh, yeah. So Danny Chow would be another good resource now that he's been yeah, there and cataloged he it. hooked me up at Han Oak. Mm-hmm. The owner is the nicest man in the world. If you are in Portland, I Where? highly recommend it. It's called, it's called Han Oak. I don't know Portland well enough to tell you what neighborhood it's in. Southeast. But I've never think, heard of yeah. it. What it, what it it's is. It's Korean. Really? Yeah. And like this really, really cool space where there's like a... It's like half open air kind of really? like, yeah, just a really Northeast, like, my bad. Anyway, it's in Kearns. But yeah, we we're talking about the biggest problem in Portland is finding out stuff to do between meals. <laughs> the food is so good. That's the problem is like, I mean, most times when I travel places, it's really tough because I have like 40 restaurants I want to go to yeah. in three days and like maybe two other things that I want to do. But like Portland is really like the apex of that problem. So many good restaurants, so little other things to do. Unless you want to go like hike around, which you probably should considering yeah, how I'm much food we eat. I'm an indoors child. <laughs> yeah. And also we did not rent a car and most of the like quality hikes are, you know, you got to go 25 miles outside exactly. of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be willing to do it again. But for my my first run at Portland, I think what we ended up doing was like we went to Powell's on the first day. Perfect. Got to. And just yeah, that's and good- bought like four books each. And then like anytime there was like a lull in what we were doing, we would just like plonk ourselves down on the nearest bench and just like read for yeah, an hour. And it was great. It's a beautiful way to Portland's experience. Portland's got a Portland. fun downtown to walk around too. It's yeah. I, yeah. It's Absolutely. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool guy jokes 87 <laughs> on Instagram, the G sign on Twitter, David Borey. Hey. In the ether. How you doing, Bubby? I'm good, man. I got, I'm all jacked up on this eggnog latte. I wonder, I wonder what this caffeine's going to do to you. I don't know what it's going to do. Man, you're this about is, to blast off. This is a big risk to take. It yeah, is. this is the most caffeine I've taken at one shot. You're going to be on your all put, year. Put Possibly the whole this might be what my recap. It might be. Eggnog latte. Two shots. <laughs> yeah. Bong, bong. I think I've seen you drink a coffee once, and it was very early on in our friendship, and I think you just got it so I didn't feel weird for getting a coffee. Probably. Yeah, because I don't I don't even know if you drink it. Not drinking coffee is part of my like off-brand trifecta. Yeah. What are the other two? I don't drink coffee. Okay. I'm not currently in therapy. Oh. And I've never lived in Brooklyn. Whoa. (laughs) Off-brand trifecta. (laughs) Twins. Same year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a great off-brand trifecta. They just make no sense considering everything else about me. Right. You do seem like you would actively like like you seem healthy, but like you would be in therapy. Right. Like I seem like a person I encourage other people to go to therapy on a regular basis. As do we, absolutely. But you also could have convinced me that you biked here from Brooklyn right now. I would have believed that. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But anyways, watch my short film The Lot. It's out there. It's on Vimeo. Vimeo staff pick of the month and Mm -hmm. of the week. Mm -hmm. Should Uh, should be a year. One before the other, I guess. So yeah, watch that. And uh, no, I don't have any dates. Keep your eyes on the horizon. How do they find it? They go to Vimeo. They look up David Bory or the yacht or the uh, lot. Look up I mean. the lot on Vimeo. Yeah. Uh, you can go to my Instagram. I believe the link is in the bio. David Bory's can... in that shit. Yeah. Anna Serengina's in that shit. Oh, yeah. Matt Bronger's in that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Natalie Palomides' voice is in that. Natalie Palomides' voice is in that. James shit. Austin Johnson. James Austin it. Johnson. Charming and fantastic. Steph Tolev. Punky Johnson. Directed by Steve Finearts. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. I think it was very good. And, I thought uh, it was wonderful, man. It was. Other than that, you know, yeah, just uh, watch out. I, I think I'm gonna have some hoodies coming out. Next there you time. go. It's hoodie season after all. I'm Ian Carmel, at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram. Sure are. At Ian Carmel on Jewish uh, 24-hour fitness tracker app. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. We're, we're really capitalizing the market. Was that called like Schwitz RS? Yeah, Schwitz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the My Schwitz app. Uh, 
It's a locate the closest acceptable steam room within a 50 mile radius. I uh, what do I have coming up? Not nothing really. Watch the late late show. Listen to all fantasy everything. Come see me and Sean Jordan, who is currently rocking a fairly loose cross. It's no, a looser cross than I'm used to. It's a looser cross than yeah. Couldn't get tighter. I don't think you really. Okay, you well, just maybe did. it's my angle. It's my maybe my angle. You I did just suck the leg back in. I guess, but yeah, this is a loose. I cross think we're at we're at a cross spectrum. Like you're like legs fully akimbo. You're yeah. in a loose cross. I'm in a tight cross. That is a tight cross. That's yeah, it is. On. It's the evolution of the cross. <laughs> David's over there just sitting though. Just sitting. <laughs> Caffeine boy, I don't know what to do with him. It's gonna be I crazy. In about up. Half I feel hour. it. I'll tell you that. Hang the punching bag up. That's what. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, we'll be at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin, Valentine's Day weekend. Sure will. More like Valentine's Day weekend because there'll be a couple of pals there doing stand up comedy for the stage. But I will. I'll do it there again. Holy don't buckets! Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll need it to be about half an hour because. I only have about 15 minutes that they haven't seen. So so much easier middling. It's so much easier. Kidding. I'll have new material. <laughs> buy tickets. Come out. Shake our hands. Buy one of Bordy's sweatshirts. We'll and even if you don't up. have new material, you'll think up some on the spot. That's what I do when I can't fill the hour. Absolutely. Hey, look at this guy's shirt. <laughs> what are you? What are you working at Bass Pro? Yeah, All right. I'm just stuff. kidding. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. Madison, huh? You guys like cheese. And then that'll be about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Madison. My favorite Madison's Madison Paxton. She went to my high school. I just realized you guys are. That's all right. Then you can get into it. Not many famous Madisons in pop culture. There aren't. Well, you know the thing about Madison Paxton, though? Oh, no. Never mind. (laughs) I'll tell you guys. It's a really weird... I'll tell you guys afterwards. It's weird. She's not a public figure. We got to protect her privacy. Yeah. Well, in a way... Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we won't bring it up. If he's not incorporated yet, we could all be sued individually. <laughs> so yeah, let's, we'll, we'll keep it off the pod. We'll keep it. <laughs> uh, oh, and keep an eye out for Game On whenever that airs. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, who, yeah. Who hasn't wanted to see me, Venus Williams, Rob Gronkowski, and Bobby Lee get up to various sports-related hijinks? <laughs> that was literally my dream journal. Check it out on the Columbia Broadcasting <laughs> my System. board for 2019. <laughs> it was just Ian Gronk and Venus and then, like, the Laker girls had a line and a question mark. <laughs> I don't see it, man. You gotta trust the board. Just gotta we'll believe. Get there. Uh, so that'll come out uh, for the details forthcoming after the edit. Now we are gathered here today not only to give vague details about when Game On will be out. Sean, do you hear rain falling outside and it's confusing to you as you're in LA? <laughs> I looked around like somebody was getting shot. Yeah, it's, yeah, it just started raining out and I didn't know what to think of it. We are gathered. What here is today. rain if not gunshots from heaven? Damn, Damn. dude. Damn, bro. I know my first pick. <laughs> I know what my first pick's going to be now. We are gathered here today for an annual tradition, unlike any other. Marissa, if you want to put some, like, fanfare trumpets behind this, I think that would be appropriate. I like you calling your shots lately on the production. (laughs) Because now it's like like your equivalent of, like, ah, turn the headphones up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You make make the cymbals louder. How's my mic sound? You know, just some, like, Kind of seems like when a director gives an actor their line readings for them, it's like let them do their art. Yeah, you're you know? right. She's so good at it. She doesn't need me to tell her that stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be great. It's me being insecure. Marissa, you do whatever it is you want to do, and you've been doing it for all these years. Uh, a tradition like no other. It is the 2019 All Fantasy Everything Pop Culture Draft. Uh, now, the way we determine the order of that draft is with a rollicking game of rock paper scissors played between the three of you. We throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, it's David the same wins way again. that I won yesterday. David wins again the same way he won yesterday. Lame. Something's going, well, Sean doesn't okay, like Okay, all right. <laughs> Grumpy Gus. <laughs> uh, David, as the winner of Rock, paper, scissors, 
It is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. Before you do that, I will remind you, it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? It's a great question. It's like if you're on a hike and uh, there's mm. switchbacks all the uh, way up to the top of the hike. I hate you just, switchbacks. You just go like, well, I was thinking because we were talking about hiking earlier. No, I was I thinking just, about Forest Park. This is personally me. Like, I hate switchbacks. I mean, would you like, rather go just like directly up a sheer cliff face? Show like- yourself, you coward. <laughs> That's how I feel about switchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're trying to get up to Piddock Mansion in Portland, and you just you go all the way to the right. You switch you back all Piddock? the way to the. I did, yeah. Just nah. did this this last time. Piddock. You know, all the way to the right, then you switch back, go all the way to the left, and then you switch back, go all the way to the right, switch back, go all the way left. Before you know it, you have an amazing view of Portland. So but then, that's and the then hike you come down. down. An overview of pop culture in 2019. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. profesh. Put a bow on <laughs> it. Professional. All right. Now. <laughs> David, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? David, Allison, Sean, Ian. Hot corner. Ian. All right. And, and then back around. Okay, they get it. That is the order of the draft. Now, David, you were the first person on the clock. You have the first pick in the 2019 Pop Culture Recap draft. But before you do that, we're going to take a short break. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Now it's allergy season. I'm not surprising anybody by saying that. And your boy gets hit extremely hard when it comes to the allergies. I get stuffy nose. Feels like I got two blocks of cheese hanging out under my eyes. And then if I try to blow my nose, it just feels like I backed it all up into my brain. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better, which is key. I try to like blow my nose before I go to bed at night and it just feels like I I got a, like a bunch of five o'clock traffic sitting in my brain. There's, there's like no way out. And with Claritin D, it just helps everything. It helps grease the wheels, helps loosen everything up so I can get it out. I can sleep well. I don't have a raspy voice all the time. It's just a very beneficial thing, especially if you use your voice for anything like talking or eating, or if you want to use your head for thinking, anything like that, Claritin D has got you. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It is time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount. So you can live Claritin clear, use as directed. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, listen, we all have things that stress us out. If you don't, then hit me in the DMs. Let me know your secret. I have been trying my whole life to figure out what to do about that. We keep them bottled up. You know, it starts to affect you negatively. I don't care who you are. It just does. You take it out on people. Uh, you know, one, one day it's like the dishes are piling up or whatever. And then you're having a you're having a fight over parking space. It just they bottle up and they come out in negative ways. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Everybody has things that bother them. It could be your best friend in the world. It could be your partner. There's always stuff. That's just human nature. And you don't want to bottle it up. You want to tell people. Sometimes you don't want to tell the person because it doesn't really matter that much, you know. But you want to tell someone. You want to feel like you've been heard. I live in the world. I get how it is. And telling someone it's always the best. What do you, you know what I mean? You call your best friend, you vent a little bit. You had a rough day at work, you vent. That's what therapy is. It's just somebody who lets you vent and they don't need to vent themselves. Come on, it's perfect. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, like a ton of things these days. It's extremely convenient. You don't got to get up. You don't got to go to the office. You don't got to sit in traffic. You just sit there on the laptop. It's convenient for you. It's flexible. We all got different schedules. You know, you're working nights. They want to work with you. They can help you out. They suit to your schedule. You just go out, you fill out a brief questionnaire. Uh, you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Sometimes you don't get the right fit right away. They want it to work just as bad as you want it to work. So give it a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash allfantasy today to get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash allfantasy. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything. David, you are on the clock with the first pick. That bit is so funny. It is like the funniest bit. <laughs> For no bit. reason. It is it's the so funniest. Funny. I laugh every time, uh, like, earn, like an honest laugh. So I thought a lot about it, and this is one, to me, this one thing was just like such a like, what the fuck is going on? This time is so crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't really even know what the significance of it was, but it was crazy. <laughs> I'm picking the whole, the rise and small of Jesse Smollett. Oh, oh sure. shit. Yeah. It oh, was heavy like, note to start on. Wow. Yeah, it was, but it was just like this whole year, there's been things like that where I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and that's what I felt about that thing. From when it first happened, I was like, because like, not to brag, I never thought it was real. Yeah. Because when it first happened, it you was just... You said it immediately. That day, I remember you saying I, yeah, it. Yeah, you were... Remember, That's I was like... That's true. I, you did yeah, call it early. Yeah, I, I said... I was, like, I was like, this is like... I smell bullshit. For those of you who don't know, Jussie Smollett, uh, actor uh, known probably most famously for his role in the TV show Empire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, for sure, that's what's <laughs> reported. <laughs> well, not anymore, most famously. Yeah. But, uh, prior to this event, reported that he'd been attacked in Chicago 
by two uh, because he's by gay. Two, by two homophobic. But by two MAGA guys, he said yeah. they were wearing, like wearing MAGA yeah. Trump hats. Yeah, and they and they recognized him from Empire at like two in the morning on his mm-hmm. way to Subway to get a sandwich in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> so like that means that these two Chicago dudes were hanging around. Yeah. I guess Boys Town. I don't know where he lives. Yeah. And they were like, oh, there's the guy that plays the gay guy on Empire. Yeah. Us MAGA dudes recognize him. Yeah. Lord we love that show. At two o'clock in the it morning. It didn't at s- all jump the shark no. after season one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was no shark to jump when they started jumping it. They wrote a I shark still, in. I still, I still watch it. They started it, in midair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We but join our characters the point midair is, over a shark. That shit happened, and then he like went nuts. Like he was like, "I'm the gay Tupac," and everybody was like, "What?" Are, or I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like I've just never watched a thing in pop culture go so fast, and it was like so indicative of just now and like, I mean, what are people doing? Can you what imagine how hard you have to work to be the craziest thing about a show that stars Terrence Howard? No. Terrence Howard, he is crazy. Yo. He thinks he was doing five. He's crazy for real. And you beat in like, and then when the story came out. And he out, lapped him. He yeah. Played. And then when it was like, you hired two Nigerian dudes. Paid him with a check. And like, the, and like the way they beat him up, they like poured bleach on him and put a noose. It was just, it was just such Who's a like. carrying around bleach? I guess Nigerian dudes. No, but for the story, <laughs> like for the for the purposes of plausibility in the story. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. They saw him and they were like, "Thank God we have this bleach and this noose yeah. in our truck." You weren't gonna bring it out, Fred, but I said, "Bring it out. We might catch a black TV." And star. it's our lucky day. And then, like, yeah, and then the charges were dismissed for some reason. The whole thing is so yeah, fucking. Yeah, that was weird too. The whole thing was so fucking crazy. It was almost like so crazy that like it obviously was a right wing talking point in a Fox News thing. But I feel like if this happened in like 2012, it would have been like literally the only thing on Fox for like eight months. Right. And then right. now they were just like, we're just going to let this go. Yeah, like yeah. That's like a week tops. <laughs> I feel like it happened in such a nutty year, but it was just like, that's one of the. As far as like a news story that everybody was following, that's one of the wilder things I've ever seen. I, I did not watch Empire. So for me, the whole when this whole story broke and because it, it was so serious and so laden with like so many layers of like, mm-hmm. you know, for like homophobia and racism at first and then like falsifying that stuff. And then that, clout chasing. And then clout chasing that we never got to go to my biggest takeaway from the story, which is that this guy's walking around named Jussie. <laughs> well, he's, Jussie? From, he's from a whole family of actors and they all have J names. Yeah. Like so, one of the sisters like, is named Jernay Smollett Bell and she's great. She's great. Yeah. Like, a lot yeah, of them yeah. are also like very talented actors who like you would think would be able to advise someone and like he has a handle on like the industry and how stuff works. You might think he's been an actor his whole, it was, it was just so crazy. It was just so crazy. His name's Justin, right? So what the fuck is Jesse? No, I thought his name was Jesse. too soon to really dig into that. Is his name not Justin? Or Jesse? I don't, I think it's Jesse short for something. I thought his name was Jesse Smollett. Legal birth certificate name. Oh my God. Is it? (laughs) Jesse, that's wild. No, it's cool. Justin. Wait, no, it's Jesse. Wow, Jesse's a cool name. Je- it's an is odd it? one. <laughs> let's no, not, it? Let's oh, not no. blame his parents who gave him that cool ass name. It's a whole other scandal in my eyes. <laughs> it's the, that his name is Jesse. Well, his parents are named Janet and Joel, and then and they had a theme. 
name. His his I yeah, guess and so, then it's yeah. Jake, Jokey, Jojo, Journey, and Jazz. Jazz? Those Jazz. are his those are his siblings. Jazz. That's fucking He was in the Mighty Ducks, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, really? yeah. He yeah. was his name was Jesse. Yeah. Which is a name. Yeah. Anyways. Sorry, that was just it was just in a crazy year that was like no, one of the that, I, of it was one of the wilder things I've ever seen. Absolutely, in my life. and what I like about it is it was a hundred percent pop culture. Allison, you want first? <laughs> sure, full time, full time. I'm just gonna continue aggressively sub- subtweeting Sean, yeah. and then we're just not gonna acknowledge whatever he picks. I got some picks on here that'll piss you guys right off. I guarantee Great. it. We're just gonna keep antagonizing you until you just come out like. Really Sean's just like the ice caps are melting, <laughs> global warming, loose <laughs> change. Zeitgeist one through three. Gotta anyway, I have a history of picking kind of abstract concepts as my first pick yeah. on this podcast, so I'm just gonna keep running with that theme and yes. my first pick this year is class war class war. which is just an excuse to talk about a few parasite? things i really like yes Sick. parasite is number one parasite succession was... is number two well now Knives we're listing out. a whole bunch of picks wait you well, can, talk, you can list succession well <laughs> i feel that, like succession could have been its own thing but it, i mean maybe it, it will be but i'm just saying like there's this theme in in what i think are some of the best you know, pieces of pop culture that you collect. Clear out and let the professional critic go to work. Well, there we go. All right. So oh, I like, don't put know if you've seen Put your phone down and tighten your cross. <laughs> knives Out, Ready or Not. Another I haven't great... seen Knives Out yet. I want to see it so bad. I, saw I mean, all out. you need to know is it's just about like a, a rich family and they all suck. And yeah. then the theme of the movie is that they all suck. That I really did watch Gosford Park recently, which did not come out this year. <laughs> but it's, insp- you know, an inspiration yeah. for Knives Out. That's what I heard. And also on Netflix now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to I gotta add that to the queue. I, but- I saw Knives Out two days ago. It's good. With- but, but it wasn't even the movie, dude. Jo- oh. Because you walked into this room and Sean and I were yeah, ready that, for you. Yeah, that was just, <laughs> is that not what we're talking about? I thought that was the class war. Did we get sent knives? Who sent us knives? Uh, oh, we have some Japanese huh? knives. Kamikoto. Shout out to Kamikoto. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't used them yet, but yep. they look sharp. Yeah, yeah they think. And anyway, Knives Out, Ready or Not. I don't know if anyone saw that. No. Another well, great. I didn't see Ready or Not. Oh my God, Ready or Not is That's so Helen Reddy biopic, good. Right? It, yeah. It's just like it an incredibly awesome. well-made, like pulpy thriller where this woman, she's played by Samara Weaving, who's been in like a bunch of TV shows. Like you'd probably recognize her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marries into this rich family. Um, and then like on her wedding night, of course, they have some like fucked up occult ritual. Yeah, like surviving Where you have to like game. play a game and like she draws hide and seek. And then like they're all trying to hunt her to the death. And it's basically like they're all terrible sociopaths and she has to try to survive yeah. but it's one of it's another one of those like you know rich people are terrible the accumulation of capital is wow. unethical blah, this blah, movie blah. happened completely i was never aware of it existing it was mm-hmm. so I saw somebody great was hurt for halloween and I don't it, but it's also one of those things that's going to be like it's a horror so it's going to do like really great on like vod or, right, right, or right. something like you will have a lot of opportunities to watch this but i'll just put that on everyone's radar excellent and then also one of my favorite documentaries of the year is called american factory and that's on netflix yeah yeah and that's That's also about like jobs and work and labor and you know capitalism being awful and i just think like they're you know in the real world we've kind of experienced this shift from like obama era identity politics to like oh shit maybe we should have been talking about like money and how that works all yeah, along yeah. and i feel like this year there were just a lot of really great pieces of pop culture that kind of crystallized that uh rage and frustration right we're seeing I think that's i think that's yeah that's yeah, totally where we're at we're seeing the pop culture reaction to like the idea where like the whole joe biden might as well be a fucking george w bush kind of thing that's happening on mm-hmm. twitter yeah which this is a very pro. 
Who did we decide to back in the election? Who should we decide right now? Are y'all oh, Yang Gang? Is that what's about to happen? Yang I gang, was going to write in DJ to... Quick, but I yeah. didn't know how you guys... I was going to write in DJ Qualls. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. that's laughs> Quick Qualls 2020. <laughs> so we're doing a Quick Qualls ticket across the board. But if not him, you know what I mean? And that is one person, Quick Qualls. I will say, American Factory will make you respect Sherrod Brown so much. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like a, just a scene where it's about this uh, former GM plant that shuttered and got rid of all the great uh, union jobs in, in, I think it's Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. And then the factory reopens under Chinese ownership. And of course, like the safety is nowhere near as good and they're super anti-union, blah, blah, blah. But Sherrod Brown, you know, gives a speech at the opening to be like, we're so glad this company decided to take it business here but then in the middle of the speech with like the executives of this chinese conglomerate like sitting right in front of him he goes like and i've also heard that the workers of this factory are considering unionizing and we obviously have a great history in ohio of collaboration between workers and management i want to really encourage you in your efforts to do that and then he walks away and the dude and the cameras are following the chinese executives and they have like a shit fit it's incredible yeah so like huge respect to sherrod brown that's a really great documentary it's probably gonna get nominated for an oscar this year but yeah. that was just a very cerebral explanation, but I just want to go out by saying Parasite fucking slaps. What a movie. Yo, I saw it twice in theaters. Same. That shit was hard. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I gotta I see it. I, gotta I see haven't it. been to the theaters. This in isn't a spoiler, but when the daughter is smoking a cigarette on top of the thing. On top of the toilet. Oh, yeah. that's like one of the best <laughs> shots I've ever seen. I mean, <laughs> the entire time it's been theaters was like the busiest month, two months of my yeah, life. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I actually sure. could like next week see it, but like. It's uh, go see it, man. To. It's well, and you're, you're the WGA. You, you have screeners coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, way. yeah. Just watch the screener. I got some in the bathroom. Screener but like the, Yeah, the, the <laughs> I don't know why they're in the bathroom. So have some in the bathroom? <laughs> well, hold on. I'll go grab them. Keep talking. <laughs> That she that has, I bet he has like, Fuck you. I'm, <laughs> I'm a TV writer. Hilarious. I don't even care about these screeners. I'm just going to throw them in the bathroom. I think there's some of the ones on Netflix. It is, it is always such a treat as somebody who I, you know, I worked at a call center for the last year and a half. So when he gets those screeners, I'm like, oh shit, this is tight. I don't live with anybody in the WGA. You don't get any? You don't get any? I'm not in the I guess WGA. I just figured you would for some Do reason. Do people I don't know at why. SAG get them? I don't know. I don't, I'm not in that either. People who work at call centers Do you don't get them. You get them, right? Uh, I don't get them for movies. I get them for TV stuff. Oh, okay. but I can, but I can get into screenings. So, which I actually like because you, you do get like the theater experience, but I saw it for the first time, like a month before it came out because I was like, I am pumped and jacked for this release. I'm going to see this as soon as I can. So and it was so good that I was like, I will absolutely pay my own money hey, to go see yeah. this. I not only paid my own money, I paid Arclight money, oh, yeah. which for those who live in Los Angeles is nearly 20 damn dollars for a movie. It is. And it was worth have, every have, penny. I'll keep it real. I have AMC stubs, but that screener patch was, I don't want, like some of these might get taken, but it was so be rocket man. Mm-hmm. The last Avengers movie. My list is getting shorter. Wait, just because we're saying them right now doesn't mean you can't take this stuff. All right. Uh, you look several, oh, skate, several skateboarding videos. What? And, no, I'm just trying well, to sure, get, We can't really talk about Parasite now that Ian hasn't seen it, but I'm assuming you've seen Succession, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Succession. I still, haven't, show. Oh, yeah. I still haven't finished this last season Why? of Succession. I don't know. What's I haven't. wrong with I you? I keep forgetting. I could have finished so it. Much what? How far did you get? Watch it. I'm like two episodes into season two. Bro. Oh, bro. you have so much 
so much ahead of you. I keep oh forgetting. My God. God. It gets good. You're going to have such a good time. Yeah, I'll do it. I keep put forgetting. A, put on a thick sweater. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And then, right. make a, a shiv style sweater shiv from style. the series yeah. premiere. Exactly. And slip on a few Kieran Coughlin bracelets. Eat chicken off of someone else's plate. You'll get that joke later. <laughs> Tom Wamsgams. Wamsgams. It's so good. It got like. I mean, it just jumped another, like, several level more yeah, levels Yeah, I was this year. team, like, literally more than half of season one. I was like, I don't get this. I Same. hate this. Everyone is wrong. Yeah. Especially because I work with, like, literally the biggest Succession fans on the planet. I think, you know, HBO probably owes Chris Ryan, like, mm -hmm. some hmm. residuals or something because he has been writing for that show since day one. He's why I kept watching it. Right. Yeah. And then I... You know, my turning point is, like, episode seven of season one, which is a lot to watch, but... It just really figured itself out by the end of the first season. And then at the second season, it starts at like basically the same level where it ended season one and then gets even better it's from there. Yeah. Crazy. It's really good. Yeah. And like no one agrees on anything in TV now. And everyone yeah. was like, this show is great. And it doesn't have, you know, any it's not like, you know, Reese Witherspoon is in it. There's not a movie star. Mm -hmm. The writer is like a fucking, you know, cynical British dude who worked for Armando Unucci for a while yeah. and it just somehow became this like giant 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 like critical hit and it's awesome it is it is what it's it I mean there was another thing this year that was definitely monoculture but like this at least and we have to remember we live in Los Angeles and with uh, oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was absolutely like for the subset of people yeah. who like tweet about television shows but, um, even amongst our community it was it's hard to find monoculture anymore and it was like it fucking other than Sean it took out like <laughs> <laughs> well and it airs every I've, week so yeah. like there would be like a whole effect of everyone kind of chewing over the latest episode together and it's just like it is about the thing that culture is right now which is like it's about the people who are just eating the world yeah. and how terrible they are, but also how fascinating it is. And we kind of better get to know them because their weird psychology is now dictating our everyday existence. Exactly. So <laughs> it's that show, man. I love it. But yeah, I feel like there's kind of a unifying theme. So I wanted to start with that. Fantastic. Totally. Appreciate it as always. And a hundred percent that on. Yeah. Sean. I mean, that's going to be shifty. It. Couldn't be, <laughs> couldn't be more different. Slowly turn to I'm looking around I'm like, I don't even know if this is going to count. Sean's standing in the corner, facing the corner, like the end of uh, Blair Witch right now. He's nervous. He doesn't know what to do. I'm eating paint. Uh, it's time for my pick. As, yes, it is. I'm going to pick White Claw. Okay. Yeah. I think that counts. Yeah, White Claw Absolutely. Summer. Absolutely. Cool. Look at that. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all yes. so proud of you. I know. Everyone, This is. I'm, I feel great. I got yes. this That is a fantastic pick. <laughs> yeah. That is a great fucking pick. Couldn't man. be more different than what you just said. You though. just fucking nailed it, dude. <laughs> it's so I don't know. Stakes. You can probably, I feel like there's like three degrees of think piece separation between class war and white class. Oh, you so. can get there. Absolutely. <laughs> ba ba we're basically drinking malt liquor, but it's uh, dressed up like it's a Columbia sportswear ad. Yeah. It is uh, <laughs> definitely affected me this year. White Claw did. <laughs> it was a big part of my it's year. A mal, it's it a malt beverage. Big. I remember last summer. It, was, it was, I'm not bringing up. I. It just. It went big this year. White the first Claw time huge. I saw White Claw, I think, was we went to Malloy's house and we had a bunch of raspberry in his pool, a bunch of raspberry raspberry White Claws, and I was like, oh, those will get you there. Yeah, and that was know. this summer. That was the first time I had them. What last time? No, this was introduced. I mean, to our community at least by Nick Nanpay. Maybe like a year and a half ago, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And say. then Mike, we had him in Faded last year. I don't think so. Or we were uh -uh. drinking them last year, for sure. First time I remember was this summer, and 
in uh, Mike's pool. Anyway, this summer. Anyway, yeah. yeah well, that's either way. Either way, White Claw was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't know. And then ten headaches later, you realize. Oh my god, it's maybe not. <laughs> I just like how like Lacroix was a thing for a while, and then everyone was like, "What if we had this, but we could get fucked up?" Yeah, <laughs> that, that is what Claw. it is. And, and then it just immediately became bigger than Lacroix ever was. It's yep. exploded. Natty Light makes a hard seltzer. Oh yeah, now. there's all of them. There's like, Truly or something, buy, which is like a sparkling wine. You can buy hard seltzer tall cans. Oof. Yeah, every which dude. There's just, so many at Ralph's. So many different just kinds. Like, we really just want to get fucked up. It's malt liquor. <laughs> it is it's malt, malt liquor. liquor. It does play in the class war because we, we do just want to get fucked up. I mean, I used to drink malt liquor all the time and I've since stopped. And now that's like a new way to be like, all right, it's like Crooked Eye. I mean, same kind of concept. And now there's like the memes that there ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claws. <laughs> also, like not even in 10 years in like five years, White Claws is going to be the new Smirnoff Ice. Like yeah. people are going to surprise people yeah. with White Claws and force them to chug yeah. them on camera. Right. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Because it started like it's not cool. It just started popular. And so it's like even closer to being uncool it's and like easy. a semi-ironic yeah. way. Like it started jumping the shark. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to get all hammered, I don't. Nobody wants it to taste bad. That's always been my whole thing. It all. It all is gross. Zach Listen, used to have a bit about it. I love a. That's why I love a mixed co- like a fancy cocktail. That's I'm my saying. preferred way to drink because it's like I want something to taste good. Yeah. Trojan oh, horse what? me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. To, that's although that'll also get you in trouble. That's like at the wedding I went to that had alcoholic popsicles. Oh, and I ate really? Like three of them, and then I woke up in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> After having officiated this wedding, uh, I was sober when I officiated. Right. Oh, Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Ian's going to do our wedding. I'm already Lovely. crying. I'm going to cry so much. Man, I'm going to have it together in a big way. I bet you are. In a big way. I might put a vest on. Steer under the my ship. Suit. I'm going to steer that ship. Someone's going to have to. I might have a captain's hat on. We'll see. It depends <laughs> on what venue you guys pick. <laughs> Uh, White Claw. Yeah, absolutely. It's in. <laughs> it, this time, like, well, there, you know Kelly's Olympian in Portland? Mm-hmm. It has a sign in front of it all the time that says, no, Karen, we don't have White Claw. <laughs> you can't. You're in Portland. You're Portland. You know your audience. Yeah, yeah, come on. Well, then that's also, now you're making it a gender thing, so it's you're like Dennis it. Lear with the Ford commercials. Right. You want a fucking Miata? It's Do like, you want to be a man? Yeah. <laughs> what? You, yeah, dude. You you shouldn't enjoy your alcohol. That shit's insane. Yeah, if you you're should. A man, it should suck to drink alcohol. You should grimace every time you do it, and you should fucking fester the sell pain. Fucking like every like you can get Jello shots and Red Bull. There, like chill out. You guys aren't better. You're not a whiskey library. You <laughs> schmucks. For God's sake. Anyway, time for my first pick. <laughs> the whiskey library, Sean's second album. The whiskey library. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oof. Okay. Man, there's so many good things to pick here. I'm going to take Da Baby's entire year. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't love that his name is Da Baby. I do. I struggle with that I all love the time. It. I think you it's do fun. Love it? yeah. All right, yeah. I think Da Baby's a fun name. I yeah, remember when he called himself Big Baby Jesus. He called himself Big I Baby mean, Jesus. I mean, also fortuitous timing, same year as the I'm Baby meme. It is. Yeah, yeah. Works and, out well. And Lil Baby's and Lil Rice. Baby. And they did a song together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Baby, Da Baby. I guess Babies could have been another. <laughs> That would have been your versus class. There's even another baby. <laughs> Whoa. But I won't take it because it's probably on your list and I don't want to spoil it. Uh, Who knows? Da, uh, yeah. The baby's entire year. Like, Suge is just such a fucking enjoyable rap single. And he did it out of Charlotte. He did it out of Charlotte, he's which is funny. amazing. He's funny. His he's video, all little. He's tiny. 
His videos are it's, so fun. It's all little. I those of you who listen to the podcast regularly know how much we all, all of us in general, and me, I think maybe specific love fucking music videos. I just love them. It's maybe my favorite art form, and he's so good at them. Yeah, the one for Bop on Broadway is like yeah. Just, he, He's like a cartoon character. He's like a good, His yeah. videos remind me of Buster Rhymes videos, which is like such a high compliment. A hundred percent. Like yeah. so much. They Just seem like, like the color and like. Yeah. Like the humor like, to them. Yeah. It feels like, it all feels like the give me some more videos. Yeah. That and like, there's probably not, I mean, as far as the music that came out this year, I probably listened to DaBaby more than anybody else. I can't see, I hate saying DaBaby. It feels very I weird. Like I love it. I I like the fact that you are up on things like that because that's how I get up on them. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I would have found out who the baby was last night if I didn't know these two. I so, know. Man, he was fun. pretty huge. I bet I wouldn't have. I tell you, I haven't heard a thing about him when I, I wasn't didn't even around. Find YouTube. out about him because music. I found out about him because when he made that twenty one video. Yeah. Uh, these guys ran up on him, and he was like, "No, that's not how it's going." And then that got viral and then i was like this guy's hilarious he beat up somebody in a jewelry store he did really? beat up somebody in a jewelry store yeah. what? also what? real fun what happened wait what happened in the first scenario that you're talking about these guys like ran up on him when he was shooting a video and they were like like I, trying to rob him yeah whatever just like you got to kind of pay taxes and he was just like smoking a blunt with the camera crew and he was like no nah, that's not how this is gonna go <laughs> <laughs> and then these dudes just like walked away oh that's and I was sick like, oh, i had no idea fun. and then yeah. he's fun he brought the jabberwockies out on snl last night yeah, yeah you know tight. he's not like the best he's not like the most original mc or whatever whatever but like being a rapper is like five different things it's man, five too. different things he yeah. shows up on amazing songs. Yeah, Any he song rules. he's on, he's on the Megan the Stallion remix. He's fantastic. He's always mm -hmm. running around. He's always running around. Like his videos stepping. are great. Got all I that just, energy. <laughs> no artist brought more joy to my life than him this year. So yeah, fucking shout out to the baby's entire 2019. Oh yeah, good on you. Mm -hmm. And then with my second pick, I guess I'll, I have to take my favorite movie. I'm going to take Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. Nice. I, mean, I had that so on my good. long list. Oh, the movie so I enjoyed the most. Probably just had the best time at that this year. That was the movie you had the best time at this year? Yeah, I loved it. I couldn't. It's like mid-range. I just. It's. It was mid-range. I'm just I saying for me. I just felt. I was watching it. And it was like late at night. And I was with Zach. So obviously stoned as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just kept waiting for it to like start. And then it well, was over. I think that's what's interesting about it is that like. I remember leaving the movie the first time I saw it and turning to my friend and just being like, oh, like he's really getting older because yeah. like it's chill in a it's way that like all of so Tarantino, chill. you just expect it to be like so tight and rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's like a mellow hangout movie is like super weird from him. I think just like the, the best stuff in that movie is like why I go to a movie theater and is everything I want. Mm -hmm. It is not my favorite Tarantino. I have some reservations about it. We can maybe talk about. Sure. But like it's still just how great is it that we got a fucking Quentin Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot um, Robbie. Amazing. Like, yeah, they did yeah. great. I, just, I don't know. I they just are didn't. all amazing at acting. It is astonishing. Those, the couple scenes where Nardo, like where he's got that girl in his lap, it's just like a clinic on how to act. It's crazy. That whole, I mean, that whole, I get whatever you want to call it. That like sequence. That whole the whole thing where, the where they're on the set of his TV show yeah. and you and see him doing And then he keeps feeding in the lines Hamlet. and he keeps reshooting yeah. and he's like he's acting like four different ways. It's crazy. And Brad Pitt is so charming and fun in it. With him in the trailer, like yeah, damn, nine whiskey sours. Uh -huh. You couldn't have stopped after three whiskey sours because you're a fucking alcoholic. That's why. Like that, it's like so funny, and and like it's a funny thing to see Leonardo DiCaprio get to do too. I mean. 
But Brad Pitt peeling I like his shirt Brad off Pitt on that being roof. a tough I mean, guy. Well, Tarantino gave shot. some quote where he was like, "Yeah, when you are like looking through the monitor at Brad Pitt, just like shooting raw footage, you feel like you are in a movie theater. It's just like that is the energy he gives off." That scene yeah. where he goes Insane. to the Manson like complex or whatever, and spoilers. he spoilers. Or sorry, yeah, shit. I guess people. I, I get yeah. If you haven't seen, we're gonna spoil it kind of. I a mean, there's bit. a lot more spoilable stuff in that there's, movie. Yeah, than yeah. That yeah. Yeah. For sure. I feel like ranch. the basic gist of the movie is no. Anyway, so. Yeah, when he goes there and he like beats the shit out of that guy who won't change his tire for him, it's just so fun. Well, because yeah. all the all the reservations I have about the movie are kind of like tied up in his character, and like I don't really know exactly what Tarantino is going for, and the fact that like it's implied he might have killed his wife. That and, was like, so weird. And yeah. the way and the way the ending <laughs> it plays really out was, and they just brush over it a couple times. Well, it's it's weird because like I trust Tarantino enough to. Th- think that there, that there must was something, be something he was trying it? to go for because like the way the ending plays out related when you compare it to like Inglorious Bastards where it's like yeah fuck torch the Nazis kill Hitler yeah, like that's a very uncomplicated form of like hell yeah horrible violence yes and like the way it plays out in the movie is like they're First of all, it's not Charles Manson who gets like murked at the end. No, he's we get, fine. Well, that's, that's a big spoiler. It's, it's sorry, the we're, we're spoiling. Just <laughs> hit that 30 second skip button. I told him. <laughs> and you can't really. If we're going to talk about a movie, you have to. Fast fa- also, let me just say finding out any, especially a movie that's been out six months, but like, or maybe not quite that long, but like. There's no detail you can find out about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that will ruin your experience of watching right. it. I'm also true. a big believer in like, I can know the entire plot of a movie and if it's like a good enough watching experience, I, I don't such think a good you can spoil it. Performances are so good. I but, don't think it's gonna... Yeah, like the way the ending happens is like, Charles Manson is not who gets murked. It's these like kind of confused, drugged out teenagers who in the movie have not actually like done anything terrible yet and so it feels very different when you're watching brad pitt like smash a teenage girl's face into a mantle than it does to watch like a jewish woman like murder a bunch of nazis yeah it's not like the racial catharsis that he's had no (laughs) (laughs) racial catharsis right like it wasn't like like Django Django went to slave master yeah it's not that it was like whoa brad Pitt smashed that lady's face. It was a little bit jarring. But yeah. I just brought it up because like, the movie stepped works. Quite a bit jarring. Like, that doesn't it. sink the movie because yeah. Brad Pitt is Brad fucking Pitt. So like I can't even help it but like oh, be no. totally swept away in the moment because he's killing like, people on amazing. acid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> yeah, just, the, just when he's like whoa <laughs> like his delivery of that line yeah. when he licks the dog food. Ah, there's just it's a movie full of like moments like so that. So many fun moments. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I just, it's just such a, I saw it twice in the theaters and I, I don't know. I don't earnestly do not remember the last time I did that with any movie. I saw it really stoned once and then I went not stoned, enjoyed yeah. it just as much. I think mm-hmm. the other time, but like, yeah, there's just great moments. I thought Margot Robbie did like so much with a role where she didn't really talk that much, which I know is another criticism, but she did like such an amazing job with it. I thought. Yeah, well, it was interesting. That was like, I kind of, I wasn't like, oh, she didn't talk, but the way the movie uses her is like, it did make me a little like, kind of not uncomfortable, but like, she's sort of like an abstract figure in a background player in like these two dudes stories. Yes, for sure. But then I remember I listened to an interview with Tarantino and he was like, she's a real person. I wanted to be respectful to her. I didn't want to turn her into a Quentin Tarantino character. Which was a really interesting way to put it. Yeah. Although he did go ahead and do that with Bruce Lee. So. Yes, he did. <laughs> he sure so, did. I don't, I don't know about it. But I also enjoyed, but the, there was another way to view that, which was that it was like a, it was Brad Pitt's character's remembrance of that 
Because it literally events. like zooms in on his face. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is I, I like that. I think a lot of people just throw up their hands and are like, oh my God, the discourse. But yeah. I, I actually did find most of the debate around that movie to be very like respectful. I thought so too. I and thought it, it just was be, like fun to talk about. Yeah. And it, it was never like, fuck this movie. It was like, oh, this is like a great movie, but like also let's talk about the specific aspect of it. And it's nice to have a movie that like everyone is watching and taking seriously mm-hmm. yeah. enough that we can talk about that kind of thing. So man, some people reject the discourse too. And I totally understand it, but like too quickly, I was trying to talk about Portlandia with another guy from Portland on Twitter the other day and like just disagreed with one of his points and immediately turned into this, like, like a big deal. It got hostile all of a sudden. And I yeah. was just like, oh man, come on. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I really enjoyed it. I hope you see it again. It if anything was spoiled, go see it anyway. Yeah, It's so good. Uh, it. Sean, time for your second pick. Uh, I'm going to pick old town road. All right. Yeah. That was, was honestly what I thought David was leading up to. And he too. was like this one crazy thing. Oh no, but I did love that air. as well. Yeah. And I then, love uh, that guy's whole. Again, oh, yeah. that was another thing. I didn't, I had no idea what it was until David showed up here one day and he's like, this fucking song knocks. You got to hear it. <laughs> Cause we listened to it a bunch for oh, about yeah. two months. David would play it everywhere. Turn it up. Was and this do... pre Billy Ray Cyrus remix? I heard it before the Billy Ray Cyrus remix, but I didn't like it as much. Cause it was good. But then that Billy Cyrus, you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. He, He's rapping I mean, about Fendi sports bras. Yeah. I'm correct yeah. in saying that he Billy stepped Ray in. Cyrus. He stepped in like to, to make it a country song again, right? So it could be like number one on the charts. Is that really what happened? Yeah, so, it was something yeah. like that. Well, it was on the country charts, and then they said it wasn't a country song. So yeah. Billy Ray's like, I'll, do, I'll join it and make yeah. it a country song. Then it went back to number one, right? And he said, and then, well, didn't it become it, like his first Grammy nomination? I think so. Because he's on. Pretty rad. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's just such a cool thing. He has more views now, though. Does it really? Lil Nas X. Or maybe not. Maybe. Could, no maybe way. huge, though, too. But yeah, Old Town Road is a fun little time. It was a fun yeah. little time. I just got stoked. David's got this dance that he does that I, when he's in a super good mood that I think is like really fun to watch. Wait, do it. I can't do it. It's like, I don't know. You just like when you hear something that you like and that's new, you have it and you'll put a smile on your face and you'll look up to the left a little bit and be like, oh shit. (laughs) And it's really, it's fun to me because it immediately gets me excited. So that's that day. I remember that. I was like, this fucking, this pretty tight. That one song, that one song in the moment, it had like so much momentum. Yeah, because there was was the, being number one on the country charts, getting kicked off, that part of the story, then getting back on, the Billy Ray Cyrus thing. Him. And he's so good at Twitter. He's so good. Right. He's I don't, so that was funny the best Twitter. part was that he would he just openly makes jokes about like how he's gaming the charts and yeah. how he's a one hit wonder and like the way he performs the self awareness while also being like very genuine and pure mm-hmm. is like that dude can internet. Yeah, like, he's, he's a really fun, super can. Yeah. fun little thing to see happen, you know. And it had it was a happy ending, which doesn't happen. Most of the fucking time. So yeah. He nice hasn't milkshake ducked himself yet. So. Not yet, no. <laughs> he really, the, He's I'll, really savvy. I think he'll be okay. He seems like it. I hope so. I hope so, too. Get, get, came out as gay like do, uh, during the whole thing? I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Even Oh, he had a great type. tweet that was like, wow, like my life is crazy. A year ago, I was like sleeping on my mom's couch and broke and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that was 2019, baby. <laughs> he's so, he was so good at 2019. 
I mean, that song, I mean, that's maybe the most 2019 thing. Also, I got a, uh, not really a plug, but the yeah. New York Times does this really cool video series called Diary of a Song, mm-hmm. where this journalist just interviews like all the people who are involved in like the production of a oh, particular wow. pop music thing. They did one for the middle a while ago that was really good, but they, the Old Town Road one is awesome. The middle, the Jimmy World song? Uh, no. Oh, the, damn. Uh, yeah, I got Morris, right? Is that yeah, what, yeah, featuring Mary, but they... Why don't you meet me Of course, that's what we're talking about. video, they talk, They play all the samples of different pop singers Ooh, singing that, that hook, and they talk about how they chose the Marin Morris one, but the Old Town Road one is like, they talk to the producer who like lives in Amsterdam, and they talk to Lil Nas X, and it's... Whoa. Yeah, it's like a really good like look into how the song Are you made. involved in it at all? No, it's oh, just... So I'm just really being a, a member yeah, of the media a, who's just like praising a well-made piece of media is it behind a paywall <laughs> it's in the new york times so Damn it depends it. how many articles you've done <laughs> not in this month it's still fairly early in the month although when this drops it won't be also it's not really early in the month anymore the eighth man yeah it's not double digits yet no. i think we're fine yeah 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 uh little nas x yeah absolutely yeah old town road old town road all right two the video two. has uh, so many famous people in it again yeah yeah chris ben rock Staples is really funny ben stables is great in it <laughs> yeah Oh, is, that's fun. Is Brad Pitt in the video? Isn't Brad Pitt in the video? I don't know. I don't Wait a minute. remember. There was a lot of people. Wait a minute. I think that's just, I think you're confusing how Brad Pitt like loves Frank Ocean and showed up at that concert. I was there. I didn't know that either. It was weird. It was at FYF when Frank Ocean showed up. Yeah, and we did saw each other set. that year at that's FYF. Right. We did. We did. That was a good FYF. Second time FYF has come up today. We were texting about it earlier. Um, <laughs> Frank, Frank Ocean did. The, and then like, it, I was so far back that like I didn't understand why everyone started screaming, and then like the next day I saw something that was like Brad Pitt walked out on stage with Frank Ocean, and it and, was like, well, they had his sense. face on these big video screens, but like if you weren't up close, it just seemed like maybe he had a video that like mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, but Brad Pitt was on the side of the stage just watching Frank Ocean. That's rad. Yeah, more like Rad Pitt. I would do that uh-huh. so much if I was famous. I'd just be going to shows like, can I just be on the side of the stage and watch? That's and everybody would be like, yo, Sean came out during the Baby Shark concert. <laughs> <laughs> White claws everywhere. Sure. I'm just a huge fan of the Wiggles. <laughs> baby Shark is like Old Town Road Junior. Yeah, <laughs> like it was yeah. just the omniscient. It kind of like, is. Omnipresent. That shit's yeah. crazy. Yo, we gained the system this year. We did a on the Late Late Show. We did a baby shark parody we're just like we had i forget who we had to do it but it was uh we were just like everybody's looking at baby shark here's an easy way to get like five million SEO, views. baby <laughs> yeah it, yeah sophie turner and josh groban 9.5 million hits just it's wild it was, baby shark you know it was entertaining yeah but it's because it's baby shark um <laughs> allison for your second pick all right I'm a white woman who writes about TV. Mm-hmm. I got to pick Fleabag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, man. Uh, it. They were oh, acting their motherfucking asses off. Uh, I liked but did not love the first season of Fleabag, which for those of you who are unaware, is a show TV show uh, created by, written by, and starring Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who mm-hmm. is now everywhere. But it started as like a literal one-woman show on the stage at the Edinburgh Fringe in, like, I think, 2013. The BBC adapted it in 2016. It was like distributed by here by Amazon. I liked it. I remember thinking like for the first half, I thought it was a little like Bridget Jonesy. And then I saw what it was doing that was like different from that and respected it. But yeah. also was kind of like, that was cool. I don't need, know if I need any more. That's how I felt about the first season too. I, I, it was it was good. 
Yeah, yeah, it was like I, really I good. It I was more like because then because then she made Killing Eve, which is fucking amazing, right. and I was like, oh great, like she's just gonna go do like other cool things. She'll now. do one series, and this cool. was how yeah. she kind of like made a name for herself. And then she decided to do a season two, and it is like literally perfect television. It is so like she had clearly a thing she wanted to do because the season is sort of this rom-com between Fleabag, this like really damaged shut off character who basically in the aftermath of everything that's happened in season one is like trying to improve herself and sort of doing better, but is mostly doing it. She's shut off. She's like not allowing herself to like connect with other people because she's like, I'm toxic and I hurt everyone. So I can't be close with others. Yeah. Not that they say that, but then in season two, she meets a Catholic priest played by Andrew Scott, who unbelievably is gay in real life because he has insane chemistry with Phoebe Waller Ridge. They are, they're in real life friends. Like she contacted him. Yeah. Their characters definitely do. And you know, it's this sort of like absurd, like of course, when she finally like falls someone who finds someone who like, really understands her and falls in love with her. He can't be with her for obvious reasons. And so it's this incredibly bittersweet, but like so funny. And you realize how much they've developed this entire cast of characters, even though the entire show is 12 episodes. It has a perfect ending that completely communicates like what the show is trying to say and closes off the character's journey it's just so sharp. Like the All script the should literally so be too, though. Like yeah. Brett Gelman, man. Well, the script should literally be in a museum, cow. but then the fact that I think she's a writer and an actor means like the casting is amazing. Right. And like it did insanely well at the Emmys this year, which is just so wild to me. I literally, totally I thought up. it wouldn't be nominated. I was just like, it's like a good, but like weird, small British show. Yeah. Like, of course not. And then it's sweat, but like, literally like Fiona Shaw got nominated for a single scene where she plays Fleabag's therapist or like somebody got not like the director got nominated. The director right? won. Yeah, won. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was just a really cool, like success story. I, I fear that we may have overinflated the Phoebe Waller bridge bubble and like something bad's going to happen next. But for now huh. it's just like, didn't Amazon give her like one of those, like 20 a, like million a Godfather dollars. Deal? Yeah. <laughs> That's an old timey deal. <laughs> that takes me that's back ABC to ABC in the nineties. Yeah, that's uh, that's you have your fifteen minutes and we'll make you a star. <laughs> You're gonna be a teacher in a sitcom. Uh, I like that. That voice is now in the nineteen nineties. Yeah, like that in Succession. Yeah. Were, so that in Succession were like the tied for number one on like are your endless because yeah. I was talking about it with Chris and it was just like yeah, like those were the two shows. Like it, that's what everyone. It had Fleabag had the, be, the the word of mouth campaign of that show. It was like nothing else I've experienced. I think since I've been down here, like everyone was talking about it all the time. You know, yeah. what I mean? like yeah, Corden would come in and be like, "A Fleabag is so good." You know what I mean? Like, and then like you'd be, see someone at a coffee shop and they're talking about. I Fleabag, also like, full disclosure every- watched it after I had gone through like a pretty shitty romantic rejection. Yeah, and so like my review, if you read between the lines, it's like it's all about her. Like you know, even <laughs> if she gets her heart broken in the end, it's like ultimately worth it to put herself out there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so just gonna drop that intel on D, like hour two of this podcast and yeah, no one remembers that but like you know it really it really does capture like I did see someone else tweet about it where it's like the season of Fleabag is amazing but if you've been through any kind of romantic trauma it is so 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 scarring so close to the bone but it's, yeah. it's sure, because she it's really really gnarly it just really gets at like being a person and it's sort of about this like very abstract but very relatable experience of like how do you forgive yourself and start to like move on from being you know your own indiscretions and I feel like that's like every TV show the last 20 years that's like every anti-hero show right but it manages to do that both in like way less time and I think like ends on a genuinely like hard one uplifting note that made me feel even as I was like sobbing like very optimistic and it's just such an achievement watch Fleabag season do you and there's a lot of people say you don't have to watch season one do you feel like that's true no you gotta watch season one I think you need well because it like you the, get the stuff sex. it does with the characters, like with the sister right. and with the stepmom and right, like right. all the baggage she's bringing in and also, you know, just like why she is in the pit she's in at the beginning. Yeah. Right. And the whole thing is 12 episodes. So, so it's not like season yeah. one's a huge But I think if it. you came into the second one without watching the first one, it's not like. I mean, like it's good I, enough yeah, that you yeah, can appreciate I mean, it. You want the momentum but like, of, yeah. watch, watch both of them. Fleabag season two. David, time for your second and third picks. Uh, and also, real quick, that it also gave us the picture of Phoebe Waller-Bridge after the Emmys. Oh my god! Which is one of the greatest. <laughs> Posted up at the Chateau. Three so like sick. three Emmys around her. Is she smoking a cigarette? She's like laid out, Wait, in this like chair, holding this, like a vodka gimlet, yeah, just splayed out in this gorgeous dress, just like fucking <laughs> triumphant, man. It was such a ah, uh, just like dope. One of the dope pictures. Yeah. Uh, David, sorry. Time for your second and third picks. Uh my second pick is well, second. It's it's the same pick, but I'm taking Megan the Stallion and the Hot Girl Summer. Oh, Hot Girl yeah. Summer! <laughs> that yeah. was just like, yeah. and I wasn't even involved in it. It's just like to watch that. Like, what a movie! You didn't have a Hot Girl Summer. I didn't have a Hot Girl Summer, <laughs> and then even to have I had like, a Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, it was just a cool movement to see and to see that as like become like almost like a battle cry for the summer and yeah. like. I just love the idea of like an artist coming through and doing something like that. And then to have the offshoot, like Lil Duval tried to have like the city boy summer oh, right. and then people were taking score. And it was like, it was like a really, it was just a really fun thing to see move through. Fun the organic thing to happen. Yeah. For a time. It was also like, the arms race to come up with like an equally catchy term for fall was like oh yeah. thought of. Oh, uh, yeah. There's the SNL joke about school librarian autumn for yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. It just, it, but it wasn't, it shouldn't have got, it, it shouldn't be for fall, autumn. It's like, that's why it's so oh, wait, great. Christian girl fall. That was, yeah. that Christian. was the last one. <laughs> Oh, but I so agree. Funny. But it was it was funny because like none of them stuck because Hot Girl Summer. So, Hot Girl Summer is so good and like I love Megan the Stallion. Just like it's so fun and seeing her come up off her of Instagram ass off too, man. And seeing her come off of Instagram and like I was like I was always like like even before I listened to any of her music, I was like she's fun and it's funny that she calls everybody hotties and yeah. her whole thing is just like <laughs> I'm just over here having a good ass time. And then yeah, that was like a it was just a cool pop culture movement to see what it was very cool yeah, yeah. hot girl summer and megan the stallion it's been, it was so yeah. much fun because it's sure. like sometimes it could be i like that it was like i like that even that it was like a battle of the sexes towards the end but like sometimes that stuff can be fun yeah like everywhere else it's so 
toxic and bad that it was just fun to have this weird thing that was kind of fun and like yeah yeah it was i don't know i like i, I just it was like another one of those things where it's like man this is what it could be and she's so savvy the way she did it and like it, yeah it just didn't seem to didn't seem to hurt anybody it, right and it is refreshing to go from what like the discourse like all capital letters again like that'll be on twitter sometimes wherever like oftentimes justifiably so where everything is so laden with you know like context and very serious yeah, yeah, like yeah. like you know, we have to look at the misogyny involved in what's happening here or like, the, you know, and, and then you do and then there's a place absolutely for that. You yeah. do. But then just to have this other thing that's just this is just silly fun. Yeah. Yeah. Lil Nas X, right, where it's like that one was like totally purely one hit wonder. And he was very self-aware about this. Yeah. And this happened to be someone who like found a very catchy way to break through the consciousness. But is right. a fucking amazing rapper. Yeah. Who will she's be so around yeah, she's for crazy a while yeah. Yeah. because she has the skill set. Well, and that's the other thing is watching that punch in. It's like. It's like when Bodak Yellow dropped. Yeah, yeah. And then you already saw that Cardi was like, she had just been ready. Right. From like watching her on, because her too, I remember watching her on Instagram. It was just like videos of her in like a dirty apartment just saying shit and they would cut off and then like, and then, okay, now she's on love and hip hop. And then like, oh, she's like, and like, just like, I don't know, seeing it a well done. Watching a star. Yeah, watching a star. A star, is, a star being born. I mean, yeah, yeah, a star like, is born. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like really cool. And I really. It also wrapped up like. Uh, it was just such, we needed that at that time. There's man. the City Girls. Were, the, were they the girls on that, the Drake samples of that song? Yeah, City Girls. Well, she just got out. She was just got JT? out, right? Yeah, yeah, just got out. But they were kind of like, that. they were kind of wrapped up in that too a little bit. They yeah, like it was just involved, like, but in the energy of just that. like a whole it's just like a whole wave of music. And I think like this year has been particularly really great for women rappers. And I think that that was a big part of it. It was just like, yeah, it was just a cool thing, man. Real hot girl good. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hot girl summer. Real hot girl it. shit. Yeah. And the, what you do the song with Nicki Minaj too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Huh. Um, excellent pick. And your third pick. Oof. <laughs> Did not I'm have just, that, one at, that one at the ready <laughs> no i just Oof. like it's like i got there's some that i think are big and some are like i think are important i oh, will do this one third. all right this is my third pick sorry. right now that's right you okay sean yeah sorry i'm freaking out over here my <laughs> list is getting shorter <laughs> my third i'm going with the chicken sandwich wars oh yes. oh my god because that was <laughs> that's that was, crazy what the fuck dude that's crazy <laughs> this is like your theme is like everything that made you say what the fuck yeah, 2019 yeah. i mean it really it was a crazy year that's a wild thing that i live a block away from a popeyes me and uh shout out to drew Wait, Morgan. which not to like out where you live but which popeyes are you close it's to? in the valley okay it's in valley because i work around the corner from the hollywood one and that was the, the sneak attack because they don't have a drive through. Oh, which no. meant the no, it was good. It meant the line was actually like functional oh. because they weren't just like rewrapping everything. There's one everything. right over here that oh, doesn't right. have a drive through. Yeah, too. so like it was yeah. a line, but like I had my sandwich in like 25 minutes. That's it not bad. Not a big deal at all. I, I still haven't had the Popeye's chicken either. sandwich. How is it? The one it's I great. think it's, it's good. great. Yeah, it's a salt bomb, but yeah. like I. I don't think it's the best chicken. I think it's like, I think part of it is like that hype machine. Of course. And like seeing how that like works. Cause it was like, I saw it because I saw videos on the internet. <laughs> I, I like, at first I was like, I was wholly rejecting it. I was like, I'm not doing this fucking dumb. Yeah. And like, I lived two blocks away from a Popeye. So it was also like, fuck that. I'm not gonna blah, blah, blah. And then I just saw so many videos of people being like, Oh, it's a great, like, 
The one that turned me was, I don't know if you guys saw, it's like a wife, like, walking around the house, like, doing shit, and her husband just following her around telling her about the sandwich. Really? Like, <laughs> she's, like, putting groceries away, and he's like, and then they got these pickles on the sandwich, and it's like, melts in your mouth. And then she goes in the living room, and she, like, sits down and watches I mean, TV, and he's like, no, baby, you don't understand. <laughs> they got the sauce on there. And she's just, like, living her life. And yeah. I was like, all right. I, I heard these stories that, like, didn't even, like, make it onto the internet to go viral, but sounded like they were viral videos. Like, yeah. my friend went to one with a drive-thru, and he said this guy, like, figured out that they were prioritizing the drive-thru over the in-store, and that's why it was taking so long. So he took his SUV and physically blocked the drive-thru. God, that's wild. To borrow that's so funny from so getting in, in line. dining room and like <laughs> I don't remember the resolution of the story but I don't know like it was nice to just get in and experience it like the normal way but what do you think is the best fast food fried chicken sandwich if not Popeye's it's 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 Wendy's or Chick-fil-a Chick-fil-a is still good those those monsters I thought they would reverse their role on it but didn't they were then reverse that too I don't they're just trying to put media stories out there to confuse us so we don't know what's going on. <laughs> I use my air fryer, man. But yes. <laughs> you do have an and air fryer. Popeyes, the Popeye sandwich is dark meat and it is way craggier and that spicy sauce is fucking great. I think it's the pickles delicious. are a little much. McDonald's I would put replace one out them. now too. Everybody's, I mean, everybody's going to get in the game But McDonald's now. used to have a Southwestern chicken sandwich yeah, they did. with the spicy sauce on it that was so fucking good and then they just got rid of it. I don't know. I just... I found out as a result of the chicken sandwich craze that my friend had never had Popeyes of any kind before. Oh, wow. So I literally like after work went to Popeyes, got two sandwiches and also like a four piece with several sides. Absolutely. And just we'd like had a spread. I love it. it was a wonderful were occasion. Popular? They were I mean, in Portland. There were only two of them, and they were both on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. They were but always, we still knew about it. We, we would go. Well, I feel like for a between, while, I like, but, yeah. I feel like for a while, it's been kind of like the hipster. Like even before the sandwich, I remember maybe David Chang, definitely Kenji Lopez. All would always be like Papa Bourdain because he went to the buffet in Louisiana yeah. for an episode. But it was always a thing for like really big food world personalities to kind of prove their populist bona fides by being like, actually Popeye's has like amazing fried chicken. Absolutely. Yeah, it was that. So. Yeah. Oh, I always just thought of it as the winner just because there weren't a lot of them. There aren't a lot. Like I put Popeye's on top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also like, like, like Bojangles. The shrimp is really good too. I like Bojangles too. Though. Bojangles is still regional that. though, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Bojangles is regional. Uh, Allison, tell me your third pick. Okay, uh, I feel like we've done some musical ones lately, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go ahead and do Billie Eilish. Oh damn! Yeah, it. great For call. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So of course, it was I like, from like four miles. I that like way. Billie Eilish because she is the first pop star who I can definitively say is not speaking to or about me in my life. Hundred percent. It is just like this is not made for me. I don't really understand a lot of what's going on I'm here. Neither seventeen nor a ghost. Of, so but this is not for me. <laughs> okay, that's the thing. I figure out what actually is most confusing to me about her is like her sound is pretty straightforward like SoundCloud indie singer yeah. but then you look at her and you're like are you the female Takashi 6 9 what's right? happening what's I don't know on? it's wild it's a wild look she like she's she is as is often the case with these like uh, pop stars so smart and like no I watched a sneaker shopping video that like Complex does mm -hmm. the sneaker shopping show where she goes sneaker shopping and like she loves like she loves the ugly Jordans that like the ones because the hot Jordans are like the one, the three, four, five, seven, maybe the 11, maybe the 10. Like it, but like 
She's like, oh yeah, the Jordan 14s are my favorite. Like <laughs> she likes these ugly ones and then she wears them with these crazy like bulky outfits. Well, and she said that, like, she said it's because she doesn't want to be sexualized, which I think is like very great and smart of absolutely, her. Absolutely. Yeah. And also like it's very interesting because she's very conventionally beautiful. Absolutely. Like she absolutely could do like the traditional pop star feminine thing if she yeah. wanted to and it's great that she's choosing not to but it's interesting to compare her to say like lord who like also did the i'm a 16 year old wonder kid thing yeah but i feel like lord was definitely catering to an older audience like she went on i remember listening to her go on mark Marin, and then they like sing paul simon together yeah. and it's like okay you have an old soul like the people the people i know who listen to lord are mostly in their 20s and 30s sure billy eilish is just like i have no idea what is happening with no, the that's youth for the chair and i am enjoying <laughs> learning what uh like it's just it's nice to choose not to be a cranky old person and to keep an open mind it is yeah and i genuinely like the songs slap like it's they crazy that so she and her and videos her are like they're scaryish they're like i'm they're scared of they them. are they're like marilyn manson old videos yeah like, like jesus where the effects freaky. are crazy she's always bleeding out of her nose you yep. know what i mean yeah or like the white eyes on the, the album eyes. cover oh it's so cool she's just fucking cool man she just the, by the time this drops, it will have come out, but we did a carpool karaoke with her. Uh, oh. And she is so charming and so smart. And also, like, her voice is so fucking good. There's a part in it where she, like, because she's, like, been making music since she was, like, six years old with her brother. Phineas, I think is his name so or something. Yeah. Phineas and Phineas. Billy? Yeah. Well, their parents are like. Well, also like her full name. I think one of her middle names is like Pirate or something. Yeah. Like it's very. Billy Pirate Irish? <laughs> they have very like, she grew up in Highland Park. Yeah. Like they, it's a family like, of four in like a one or two bedroom house. Like very artsy indie kid LA yeah. situation. Okay. Um, but it also means that like. She has a very tight knit family, and so it's not like very you don't get a lot of the like yikes things that you tend to get from like teen. Yeah, stars. it seems like that's the other thing. It seems like pretty organic too, and like the family all loves each other. They all go on tour with her, um, but she like busts out because she's been like making music since she was like six or seven, uh, and she busts out a ukulele at one point in it, and like starts playing these songs that she wrote when she was a kid, and they're all very simple, but they're like beautiful. And her voice when she's just singing. It's like amazing in a way that like kind of almost doesn't, you know, you hear these like some produced songs from a mega pop star and you're like, well, their voice is probably pretty good. Hers mm -hmm. is like, oh my God, it's gorgeous. And then they go to her house in Highland Park and like, she's got such a, cause she's 17 still, but her room, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you were a kid and you would like write stuff on the walls or you would like, it, like it's such a like lived in, I don't know. It's like yeah. another cool piece of like. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't write the carpools, but, but like, uh, we, <laughs> it's just fucking rad. Once that, once, if, sure. if you're into Billie Eilish, check that out too. Cause it's like kind of a cool, like behind the scenes with a thing. Um, but yeah, those songs, oh, yeah. bad guy is so fucking good. It really is. Uh, and then I don't even know the name of the song. The one where you should see me in a crown is another. Yeah. Good, that's another good, good one. hype up one. Well, she did a video with, with Murakami, right? For that one. Maybe. I think so. And then uh, 
the that I can lie and say I like it like that, like it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that see me in a crown? Or whichever, I don't know the name. Whichever of any of the songs. song is used as a sink on Dickinson, yeah. the <laughs> Apple Show about hot Emily Dickinson <laughs> as a teen, hot uh, John Mulaney as a uh, as Henry David Thoreau hot, and with Khalifa's <laughs> death. It's a great show. I recommend everyone watch it. But like, there is no better way to communicate the vibe that show is trying to go for than, than bi- be like they drop Billie Eilish for the 19th century. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Yeah, just fucking awesome. I can't. I'm so glad that like we have this person around for the next because it all. She also seems like someone who's going to make some real interesting decisions over the next ten years. Yeah, it's like, I, can't I don't think this is going to be your aesthetic forever. No. But like, I'm sure she'll make a cool choice about what she's going to. Yeah, do for sure. Next, yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah, if you like the music at all, I'd say watch that carpool and then watch that sneaker shopping video with her too. Because it's just like a fun like insight into someone's personality. I love like that those videos cool. are getting more popular. Like not just those, those obviously, but like just videos with celebrities just doing normal shit. Yeah. Where you just get to see them like, oh, look at Billie Eilish. It's, There's it's a voice fun. coming out of her instead of like blood out of her nose, like you were saying. It's like, cool. Right. It is. I also love the stuff like that because it's a way to learn. But like if you're kind of like the way this podcast works a lot of the time, if, but like if you're not directly interviewing someone, if you're talking about other stuff, yeah. you learn about people in kind of a fun, sneaky way. Yep. Which like is what's it. fun about those videos. Um, Sean Jordan, let's learn about you in a fun, sneaky way. What's your third <laughs> pick? <laughs> sneaky fun. Uh, third pick is going to be Chernobyl. Oh. Nice. Very good. Very good television. Uh, I loved it. I've seen it twice. And the second time I watched it almost straight through. It was fantastic. That is crazy Damn, dude. You mm-hmm. endured that. Dark Sean. I I think it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's television. great TV, but yeah. I don't know if I could sit through it in one sitting. Uh, it was like it was like one and a half if we're being, but yeah, I did, I did like five episodes or something. You were like. churning and burning. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a good. It was five episodes. It came out once a week, so I could like brace myself in between. It was heavy, 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 heavy. heavy. I still did haven't watch watched it? it. No, you and Zach always tell you and Zach specifically are the two people who always tell me to watch. I still haven't watched it. It's fucking. Heavy. I only have such a capacity for dramatic TV. I could only watch so much of it. it they got do. your boy Jared Harris and your boy Stellan Skarsgård in it, dude. You got to get in there. Yeah, all the Russians are British. Yeah. That's a key fact to note. That well, part they, they fucked do. me up a little bit the first, like, the they, first couple they episodes. They found a way to make it not subtitled, which I'm sure was a very conscious decision where they were like, I, we want people to watch this. They snuck it. They did it the most acceptable way, I guess. If you're going to avoid like, subtitles. I understand, like, I've heard them explain it as, like, we didn't want to have them do, like, Boris and Natasha accents. Yeah. So we just said we might. And, like, a lot of the cast is British. So I, I understand intellectually the reasons behind it, but it is very funny. It, it is was funny. weird. Because you'll get different kind, you have different kinds of British accents in it, too. Like they're all in Chernobyl. <laughs> they did a good job of making something that I didn't understand one bit very understandable. That was something. They really dumbed it down for me. I was like, okay, I kind of get what happened in the. Well, I guess that's what happened when you have the the guy who made wrote the Hangover Two or whatever. (laughs) That's what what? that's a skill set. Craig Mazin. He wrote the Hangover Two. Or I don't know if it's exactly that, but his entire CV is like critically derided comedies and comic sequels. Hold on, pulling him up, and then he wrote this. And then he, this was like his passion project. And he, he's Crazy. a co-host of Script Notes. He's like a very widely liked and respected dude. I don't mean to denigrate his past work, but no. like there's a very particular pattern you get oh from my. everything else he's ever worked on. And it's not Chernobyl. Uh, That's it's hilarious. Rocket Man originally, oh. which is, wait, but not the, ha ha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fucking, uh, the, the. Oh, the one I... with Brendan Fraser? No, or... the one with uh, Harland Williams. Yeah. Was his first, and then, I mean, he's made a bunch of stuff, but Scary Movie 3, Scary Movie 4, School for Scoundrels, 
The Hangover Part Two, yep, the Hangover I Part that Three, right. The Huntsman, Winter's War, and then fucking Chernobyl. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Well, good for him. He knows for what you want to cut. He copped a couple Emmys for. Amazing. Yo, that's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. That's wild. See? Fun. Fun little yeah. fact. Good, good on you. That was sick. Uh, Professional. No that's, what you, that's what you get for me. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Chernobyl. I just, it was really good television. Uh, very, again, very heavy, but I loved it. Turns. Probably my favorite show of the year, since I haven't finished Succession, obviously. Oh, nuclear reactor's going to taste up, hasn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I did see at least one like angry I, tweet from someone who's married to a Russian guy and was like, Russian and British people are very different. They have very different mannerisms and national. I don't, did did anybody not think that though? <laughs> Didn't know what to go to university in this whole. <laughs> Wait, what? I've got half a mind to put my oh, trainers on like, and stop <laughs> right over there, haven't I? Uh, Bro, is you mental? That's not how you handle a reactor. You work with enough British people that you're able to do an accent better than most of us. And it's still us. real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, when I try to do a British accent around like any of the British people I work with, they get so Bruce. they don't even. They're not even mad. That just this heaviness sets in. <laughs> they're they're like, serious British. You're so bad at it. But to be fair, and I'll say this to his face, Corden's American accent. Is terrible. <laughs> Although yeah. actually, he's working on it now. He's been working with a coach for a while. His comedic Funny. American one, but his actual one because he's filming the prom right now. It's getting pretty good. It's getting pretty okay. good. And it's right. like eerie because when you know someone for so long, as you know, and then like they start yeah. doing like a like a like a good American accent, you're like, this is upsetting. Like when you found out Hugh Laurie was British, <laughs> man, <laughs> shit still fucked me up. Yeah, dude. It's still weird to see that guy talk. It's real yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Stop it. Stop. You speak in an American no. accent when you're here. No. No. Stop. <laughs> Sir. It's weird to me when people lose their accents, though. Like, like when I found out Mel Gibson was Australian, oh, that yeah. fucked me up. Well, he was born in New York and then lived in Australia. So he's got, he's one of those, like, I've got a weird... But when well, you like, watch like Mark Ronson has a completely unplaceable accent because yeah. he's, like, basically 50-50 American and British. Who and does? you're like, Mark Ronson? Oh, he does talk weird. And you're like, what's going on there? But... He just grew up in a lot of places. It's very cool. It's time for my uh, third. It is very cool. I love it. Like, it's kind of fun when that happens. Like, I should not have my accent <laughs> as a lifelong Portlandian. Portlandian. People get real upset when you say Portlandian, too. Back in Portland, like, there's no what we're called. We're called Portlanders. Portlandian <laughs> sounds better. Suck it. I don't care. Uh, with my third pick, I'm going to take season three, series three of The Crying. Yeah. On Netflix. Crying. I don't know how any of the characters on that show have pronounced that word. The crime. The crime. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, fucking love it. I just love going to that world. For I watched that probably the whole thing in like two days. I loved season two so much more than season one. And yeah. I do maintain that there are actual like in text reasons for it. But then I just realized halfway through that it was definitely because of Trump. It's like, oh, it feels so relaxing to look at just like leaders without who whose mistakes have no consequences no, I know. and are also chosen for us. Yes, right. Chosen <laughs> like, for us. Autocracy <laughs> sounds so good right now, injected straight into my veins. Important, but not powerful. It's like so it's so nice to spend some time like in that world. Also, the Kennedy episode of season two was amazing. Season three just came out, and now Olivia Coleman is playing the queen. Oscar uh, winner. Oscar winner. Since we're talking about Olivia Coleman, and I don't think anyone's going to pick this, I had her Oscar acceptance speech as one of my uh, 
pop I, culture moments. I mean, it's a great thing that happened in 2019. We should celebrate it's it. It's so fucking great. Well, she's just up there. She's like, this is a joke. This is oh, ridiculous. You know, yeah, she's up because yeah. she like, you she's know. drunk as fuck. Yeah. That's what, that's what happened. <laughs> she, t- she gave an interview where she's like, they have an open bar in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Like I was partaking and no one expected her to win. I was so like, it's going to be Glenn Close. It's her year. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, not for a great movie and a great performance, but I can live with it. Right, Lifetime and, achievement. Yeah. But then fucking Olivia Colman for the favorite takes it and then is up there just like, this is ridiculous. I will never be up here again. I <laughs> this mean, is crazy. This is like drunk. Not entirely rules. an apt comparison for a lot of like loaded cultural reasons, but it did remind me a little bit of the Moonlight La La Land moment where oh, you're sure. just like, fuck yes. Like the actual best thing. Yeah. Where it's like one oh, over the inevitable thing, oh, even though so the nice inevitable thing happens. is also very good and I feel kind of bad for it, but like, fuck yeah. It is a wild feeling on a much, I mean, I did not win an Oscar by any means. I want to, you know, but like it's right there. when they said hey, the I've show. I've never seen an Oscar before, but I've it's usually that in that movie. box, but <laughs> <laughs> I brought it out for you. No, I didn't. I brought it as a joke the other night, but uh, I just like, I don't know how people keep it together. Cause when they made, when they said the prime time, I was just like, oh shit. And then stood up, like yelled it real loud and then yelled it a bunch on the way up to the stage. And then, cause the, also at the Emmys, they sell drinks. People don't know this stuff. <laughs> it's not an open bar at the Emmys. Man. You have to pay. It's not an open bar. That is oh, so no. rude. You have to fucking what? pay. How you much does? It, how much is a beer at the Emmys? A it's lot, the stadium prices. You're paying like seven dollars oh, for like a what's a tall can? It's a tall can, but like the party afterwards, the governor's ball, everything's free. So there's no complaints there. Oh, so you're just like a sucker if you if you pay do. for drinks. And at the I was a sucker because it's a three hour I award ceremony. I would have been a sucker too. Our category was, we were nominated earlier in the show for one I thought we would lose, but this one was like the second to last category. So you're like, well, I gotta be here for the entire time. I'm gonna get a little yeah, yeah. sauced up a little bit. Can you uh, talk at your table? Or you're is not it at like, a table, you're in rows. You're, you're in, in rows. Like, so can you talk kind of? Yeah, you it- can like, but it's for the most part, you're just watching it. Well, yeah. and creative arts aren't televised. So no, yeah. You, you well, kind of have that. FX. True. <laughs> Forgot about that. Did not mean. No, sorry to the producers more. of the telecast. Did not mean to overlook your great work. But at the, uh, I went to the the, the, prime, the primetime Emmys this year too. Are they still charging you for drinks there? <gasps> mm-hmm. That's, you're th- they're there to celebrate the you. We made it to the fucking Emmys, man. Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge had to go into, into, into the pocket for some of those drinks. Assuming she drank at the award show, she probably did. Weird. She could probably snuck it in. Yeah, she might have. Uh, but yeah, it's the crown season three. I assume they three. don't pat you down. Huh? I assume they don't pat you down. There are metal detectors. They gotta have no metal detectors. Down. Yeah. For oh, okay. Sure. So you can't uh, can't bring in a flask. I must get a plastic um, flask. Olivia Coleman plays Queen Elizabeth. Helena Bonham Carter plays her sister, uh, who's Princess Margaret, who's like amazing because she's like kind of like a drunk mess whose life is falling apart, which is a great thing for Helena Bonham Carter to tackle. She's perfect. She's real good at it. Uh, Charles Dance plays this guy named Lord Montpatton. Mountpatton. Montpatton. Dickie. Dickie. Yeah. Dickie. Dickie Mountpatton? Yeah, Montpatton. Yeah. And it's just so fucking wild. Like all these characters, he's like technically the Prince of Greece or like somebody, or no, that her husband is. But he like, I don't know. It's just such a weird world to go to for a while. For sure. And like, like you were saying, like maybe in the age of Trump, it's like refreshing. And it's right. It's like nothing has stakes, which is yeah. actually very nice because it's, it's beautiful to look at because it's wildly expensive. Yes. It's just got like a basic level of competence in writing and directing. The acting's amazing. And then the conflict is like my favorite ridiculous episode of season three is Prince Philip. Who's played by Tobias Menzies. Yes. Just has like a midlife crisis because yeah. he sees the moon landing. <laughs> 
and is like, my life will not amount to anything. He's like, and he just is sort of sad. And like, there's, there's a literally a scene where he's like angstily practicing polo and just like looking kind of constipated while swinging a mallet around. And this is like, and then he meets with the astronauts and he's very disappointed. And then he joins like a support group at his church. Yeah. And that, with a and bunch that's of priests. Yeah. It's episode. One of the episodes is the Prince of Wales doesn't know Welsh. He better learn Welsh. And that's like a whole episode. I will say, though, <laughs> they are clearly setting up to do. So they did the first like Charles and Camilla failed romance this season. Yes. And next season they're doing fucking Diana. Yes. And they're doing Margaret Thatcher, who's being played by Gillian Anderson, who is the girlfriend of the creator of the show. Oh, shit. I Peter, didn't know that part. Peter Morgan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Sorry, I'm just like. We will Filling also, everyone in on also Lord Mountbatten will meet his, you know, fate probably in the next one. Right. I uh, always forget that that's coming, but mm-hmm. that should be fun. Can't wait to see how Peter Morgan handles the troubles. I'm sure that will be very tastefully. The troubles. The troubles and the crying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so that's why. And then the other, the my next pick is going to be. Uh, wait. Huh? We're on four now. So, Four. Oh, yeah. Okay. As it is. Yeah, a serpentine yeah. draft. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take another another uh, hit that Netflix put out this year. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. sketch comedy show. You Very have good. no good only car see- ideas. You have no good car ideas. <laughs> only seen a couple of them. If they die. If they die. That guy's dab rules. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, Sean. Tim no. Robinson. Yeah. Who never got never got the opportunity to shine on SNL like he should have. Detroiters was Detroit, I loved it. So fucking I good. I love Detroiters. Constantly shuffled around Comedy Central, never quite got its due. And yeah. then I think kind of like found his found his hit this year. Also, half of the sketches were directed by Alice. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. Wow. Former former rad. girlfriend of Ian Carmel. Yeah. Which is not even one of her top ten credits, which is crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I went to brew the coffee shop with like the first sketch with the push pull door the other day. And like, I just, it's also really funny because it shoots around a lot of LA neighborhoods where people like us tend to frequent. Mm -hmm. And so it's always fun to be like reminded of that. Like the Instagram sketches at that place home. That's like, which is right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's at home. Yeah. Well, those tacos. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Three pigs ready for this. Yeah. If they he's, died, I wouldn't he's. shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fuck. It's just so and fucking the bones funny. Are their money? <laughs> yeah. That shit is so funny. Suck this slop out of my ass, you yeah. fat pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that, that show is funny. Me. It's like a, and it's just of, like absurd, which is really fun. just absurd, fantastic, especially right comedy. now. And like bite-sized, every yeah. episode yes. seventeen minutes. Yes, which is like kind of gets back to the flea bag. Why one of the like? It's just you could just watch one. It's not you don't have to hunker down like in the age of peak TV and just fucking like sl- not not that every show's a slog, but like the commitments. You know what I mean? Like an there episode is serious mm, commitments. Yeah. To TV especially with another huge show that came to a close this year that where you're like, Oh, so I'm going to be sitting here for the next 86 minutes. Just <laughs> taking this one piece <laughs> what of What could you be talking about? <laughs> Veep? Uh, it's Veep, of course. Jane yeah. the Virgin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, those are both two things that people want. Well, maybe not any of us, but. Both did, great shows. Yeah, both great, great shows. Uh, yeah, it was just fucking funny and like, I don't know, man. It's so fun. For me personally, like when working on the show I work on, which is very like a very glossy, 
you know, a lot of the stuff we do, we know it's like, here, this is like an entertaining thing. It's not, we're making something not with the main goal of it being funny, but of it being entertaining, Mm -hmm. making people happy. And then to watch something that's just like full blown, not that it's better or worse, although people can have their own judgments about that, but, um, just fucking funny and absurd. And like, it's, it feels like Tim Robinson didn't have to explain to anyone why he was making any certain sketch. He's like, no, this is just fucking funny. This is what I want it to be. Yeah, and, like, to be totally honest, it's, like, not completely my comic sensibility. Yeah. Like, I did not, like, die uproariously laughing the way a lot of people I know did. Yeah. But, like, I can respect an extremely well-executed vision. And, and that's like, what, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it's not totally for me, it's so awesome that it exists. And didn't they do it on a shoestring? They did it for, like, I'm no sure. I mean, it does sure not look do. like it was hugely expensive. Yeah. Not, yeah. To, not that it looks bad, but it doesn't, right. you know, look yeah. opulent or anything. Yeah. Brandon Wardell's in it for a second. Hmm. Shout out to Brandon Wardell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was just fucking fun. Yeah, and I wasn't like, I mean, that that's not necessarily my like comedic. Oh, it's way weirder than I taste did either. Yeah, same. I would never make anything like that or yeah, whatever. But, but it's like, really funny. It is fun to watch someone's just pure vision get like laid out like yeah, that. Yeah, it's fun to watch somebody be in their own element. I don't like, know why people feel like, like, oh, this is your show. Yeah. Like you made, this is the show you made. Like, That's the cool, way man. most of the really great stuff tends to be too. That's how I feel about Get it. Get out of people's way. Hmm? <laughs> uh, Sean, tell me your fourth pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Booksmart. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. yeah. Nice. I really liked Booksmart. My autobiography. It, it, was, it needed to happen. It's a bummer that it took so long for like a super bad to happen, but with young girls instead of the super bad boys. That's what I felt like it was. And it was amazing. It was the super fun. bad boys. I mean, I just literally like I had a codependent best friendship with my high school best friend. And we like were really smart and were also, you know, insufferable nerds who desperately <laughs> wanted to get into good colleges yeah. and eventually did. And then had the like, oh, shit, we need to have fun moment. And like literally, I remember on my prom night, we like schemed and schemed and we got into this like crazy house party that literally had a bouncer and a list. Really? And it was like, oh. <laughs> Oh my God, this is about us. Oh yeah, my no God. shit. Yeah. That, that, that is about us. Yeah, it is so <laughs> that accurate. Is that movie. And like, That's literally beautiful. throughout all of high school, like I really wanted to go to Columbia. My friend really wanted to go to Yale. And so it was like really hard. Like, Wasn't Yale one Caitlin of the schools Deaver. in there? Yeah, they go to Columbia and Yale. Those <laughs> yeah. are the two schools. That's crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, just wow. really, really, really... Up was, my alley. was it crazy wow. the first time you watched it? Were you just like, what the fuck? I mean, I'd seen the trailer, so I was a little like, I, I was prepared, but right, like right, certain right, specific right. details, I just like immediately texted my friend out after I got out of the theater and was like, you need to, you need to go see this. Like, yeah, I, I can't insane. even explain. It's just so yeah. good on Everly. Olivia they were Wilde. funny. Yeah. The, the, the characters were fun. That teacher who like was encouraging her was Oh, fun. played by Jay Willie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just, I, yeah, I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, it was good. It I was mean, Lisa the scene Kuda where they're in the, in the lift and too. they accidentally play the porn is like the hardest thing. Oh, yeah. Because it's all, I don't know. It's all good. It's all believable too. There's nothing in there where I'm like, no way. That's mm-hmm. not happening. I will say the movie was a little bit spoiled for me in advance by like, I, I like was hanging out with some friends and we got to talking about it and someone had just seen it and she was like, you know, I really liked it. It's a really good movie. You should definitely see it. It was just like definitely made by people who went to Harvard Westlake. <laughs> and I went to go see it and was like, oh no. Cause like they technically, I think in the movie go to like a public school in the Valley. Yeah. But that's a movie made about LA private school. Kids. For sure. Like a hundred For sure. Yeah. Right, like the party kids who still are also going to Columbia or whatever. You know, well, that's like I a mean, very... the, the schools that everyone is going to yeah. the house, par- like the literal houses, which by the way, the, the house where they go to the big 
house party at the end is literally my coworker's girlfriend's boss's place. Oh, really? Perfect. And so they were like, I've been to a holiday party at that house. It's yeah. in like Encino Pretty or something. Pretty dope crib. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, place nice was place. off the rack. Yeah, yeah it okay. was just that like minor detail aside. <laughs> it's a really great fun movie. And I yeah. watched it with my family and it was only minimally awkward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's there are only a couple moments that are, yeah. It was so we watched it when it finally popped on Hulu. It was another one I missed in the theaters, but yep. fucking fantastic. Sure did enjoy it. I'm here on their Wikipedia page. Made uh made its money back and then some. Tight. They made that show for six million dollars. That's crazy. That is bonkers. Yeah, and it sucked because like at first it got this whole narrative of like it's not doing well at the box office. Right. And it was like it barely costs any money and it'll take a while. It's like it's Office fine. Space. It didn't do well either. Matter? It's yeah. one of the best movies ever made. So yeah. The whole the discourse surrounding comedies in general is so weird now. Like not really everything is. doesn't have to be a three hundred million dollar movie. <laughs> Beanie Feldstein's fantastic. Yeah. She's then, she was on What We Do in the Shadows also this year. Yeah, oh, she was so watch that. Is she really good? It's like a very small part. Like they clearly cast her like maybe before, like right after Lady Bird. It's, yeah. it's not like a big showy part, but she's really funny in it. That show yeah. rules. I love that show. Hard agree. Book smart. Excellent pick. Allison for your fourth pick. Sure. I've definitely like talked my talked everyone's ears off about this on like multiple platforms, but I'll just add one more. Uh I love the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen. And it's been going on, on as like a YouTube thing for a yeah. few years, but I feel like 2019 was it kind of like hit a certain level of cultural saturation. And it is like the highlight of my day really? when I'm just like winding down right before I go to sleep and I'm like kind of stoned and I'm just like watching Claire <laughs> make fake Krispy Kreme. I don't know anything about it. Oh, I okay. No so it's, it's the ma the magazine Bon Appetit yeah. and, you know, all of media is trying to figure out how to like do multimedia stuff. Sure, and they sure. just basically like made their own amateur food network out of people who like develop recipes for the actual magazine. Whoa. And so like there's a lot of basic just like so-and-so makes like a souffle. Right. And they're just like talking you through it. But like as they've cultivated the various personalities and the chemistry between them, they've started kind of like escalating it. So people have their own spinoff shows where like there's one called It's Alive where this guy Brad Leone does like weird fermentation shit. There's one called Reverse Engineering where this like super like adorably nerdy dude like taste something with like a blindfold and tries to like figure out how to like make it based oh wow on taste yeah it's wild but That's it's it's crazy. also just funny because like because it's on youtube it has a similar effect to like podcasts where like everyone thinks it's so personal to them even yeah. though it's huge so i have like friends where it's like we're part of this like secret underground bon appetit high totally. yeah. but of course it's like a huge thing like literally my phone case is a inside bon appetit reference that uh, has double meaning because it is a homophone for my name yeah. it says allison but like the compound that's in garlic oh um, yeah it's oh. like a brad leone thing but i literally made friends i was on a plane from philadelphia to la and the girl sits down next to me and she goes, is that a Brad Leone phone case? And I said, yes. And then she goes, if you know, you know. And we made fast friends <laughs> and we took the flyaway together home yeah. from LAX. And it was oh, lovely. Nice. Yeah, because the Uber situation is all fucked up right oh, now. Oh my yeah. God. But, um, sure is. Yeah, it's, it's like one of those things that is kind of like TV, but is not fully TV, but it's become this like shared language amongst, amongst a bunch of people. And I really love cooking. So I, I relate to it that way. Yeah. But I also know tons of people who just like watching them because they're right. like compelling on camera presences. Right. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting and it's peaceful. 
Sure. Yes, Probably, and, and yeah. it's very like wholesome. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of like conflict or plot. You can kind of zone out. Everyone has like there's a full you know panoply of personalities. So like people have like their rankings and their preferences. Yeah, and it's just been like a really delightful thing to bond with friends over. What? So it's definitely going in the rotation. Yeah, you know, check it Hell out. Yeah. I'll leave Hell you yeah. with that. Hell yeah. Excellent. Bon appetit, Test Kitchen. David, time for your fourth and then your final picks. Real hot girl shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so hard. There's so many that I want to pick. Fourth, I'm going to go with. No, fuck it. All right. Mm -hmm. And this, I really think, I think this was the year for this. I maybe saw it before last year, but I feel like this was the year it really caught on. And I had a lot of people to talk about it with. I'm going 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah, was, this the was the year oh for it, for sure. It is my mom incredible. Is, my mom I saw is so on many board. tweets about it, and I never really understood. I never, like, gathered from them, like, what the show is actually about. Oh. And then my friend told me, and I could not believe it. It's people trying to get their green cards, right? It's yeah. yes. Yes. insane. Which I thought was illegal, by It the way. also has it the other way, though. They have 90 Day Fiance the other way. When yeah. people move, Americans are moving to other countries. Oh, for, trying to bust out. It's just for what trash TV is. It's like, <laughs> it's so human. Like I watched that episode of that show and I have the full range of emotions <laughs> ending on like, well, you know, what is love? Who's to say what love is? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is a transaction between. Yeah, maybe it is. It seems to be working for these people. Yeah. Like a lot of these couples stay together for way too long. Like. It's it's just fucking what a ride. I feel like the best reality shows are like so like they're trashy because they're so raw, but because they're so raw, they also show you how like humans really are. Dude, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I feel about that movie. Like you'll watch it and sometimes you're like, everybody's a piece of shit. What movie? What movie? Or, not movie. That, oh, like oh, the, show, right. the, yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. The show. Like I'll watch it and I'll be like, sometimes you're like, everybody's a piece of shit. Sometimes you're like, well, this is actually beautiful. You're usually like, you're a bad parent. Like it's it's nuts, man. <laughs> that show, it's just like so much. How often, don't they like start introducing, like they'll introduce like a new couple halfway into a season too? Or what's Yeah, the, the way the seasons are work like long, is right? super weird. Like, yeah, it's not like it's, one couple, one episode. Yeah, yeah like, like uh, you can kind of watch, pick it up whenever and just start watching. Who's it. making, is it TLC or who's yeah, making Yeah, I believe it's TLC. Or the Learning Channel. Yeah. Huh? And the makers of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah, it's like the most, it's just like. Crazy. Like, in one episode, this guy, like, runs away from his wife-to-be because he's, like, having a panic attack, and then she chases him down, and then she comes back, and she gets robbed by machete, and you're like, what? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> she gets robbed for her cell phone by a machete, and, like, the camera crew's just watching, and you're like... Oh, this is so crazy. Your picks are like all the wildest, most primal, like America as it truly is. Yeah. I feel like you're true. capturing yeah, something we got to see where we're at. The highs and the lows. <laughs> that shit's like, it's like, it's not, it's nuts because like everybody's stupid. Not everybody, but like a lot of people. I don't know. You got to watch it. It's, I will. It's crazy. I will. It's, it fucks me up every time I watch. I hear Just so many like people on a talk level. about it. Oh yeah, because that once you below start, deck. Yeah, there's no through line of the people I've turned it on to. Too, there's no through line. Like it's just like everybody is like watches it. Like what the fuck is this? Additional recommendation that's like the classier end of the spectrum, but also is definitely catering to the same instinct. Is anyone watch couples therapy on Showtime? Yes. Uh -huh. that not that same shit crazy? 
Right. But it's like, it's like they have tasteful cinematography and like a very quiet talking therapist, but like all the uh, shit that's on display is like, Oh pop, yeah. Cause pop, you're like popcorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's beautifully shot. And then you're like, yeah, he's straight up a misogynist girl. Like you have to leave this dude. Like, you know exactly we don't talk what I'm talking about. about whatever the fuck is going okay. on with Mal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that show that show is couples therapy. So actual they people put, in therapy. Yes, it is it's an just, actual couples therapist conducting people, actual therapy and they put cameras like in the walls basically. So fucked. like they did not know or like they knew they were being recorded, but they like hid the cameras so they so weren't conscious like, of it. Like, yeah, and monopoly, it's it's yeah. over months. So they kind of like get them into a comfort zone it's, and then they dude, just talk about like incredibly raw shit. It's so wild, especially because you see the you see them in the waiting room. Like it has oh, the and they have cameras in the waiting, in the waiting room, room, and they're so like see, antsy, and they're yeah. like tense. Or you'll see how their relationship is before, and some of them, oh. they're like, when you see them in the wait, there's one couple I'm speaking of specifically, when you see them in the waiting room, you're like, oh, okay, these are like cool people who know how to function together and who like each other, and then they go in the couple's chair, and it's like- <laughs> Wait, is this Andy and Mal? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> you're like yo, this doesn't okay. work at all. You're like, this doesn't work at all, but then they leave again. And they're like, and you're, okay, their body language is just so insane because they're so affectionate, and like, I still don't really understand after like four hours of watching them, like, what their problems are as a couple. It's just so, it's- bizarre but then also like another couple in the waiting room someone will literally try to put their armor on the other person and they'll like flinch and shrug it off Whoa. it's like it's like it's really it's yeah it's the same i as don't know if i have day. the heart for it it's the same as 90 day fiance it's raw as fuck to watch You're it's just, just nice. funny because right. they package it to be for like people who like wear tote bags to the farmer's market yeah yeah but, like, but it is it's the, the same. same yeah it's just wild it's it's wild to see people be totally candid about their problems yeah you know what i mean yeah that's very true or to see like people who are like hot, high functioning, low functioning people is like, like right, like that's what ninety see day the fiance is. is like. These people are clearly making their way through the world, but also not very well. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's they they are legal adults, but should they be? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, man, I don't see how you've even been smart enough to make enough money to put yourself in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. All yeah, right, 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. And right. your final pick? Gosh, this is so hard. I know, it's been a big year. Yeah, and it's like, it's like, what am I going for? And like, my final pick is going to be, fuck, this is so hard. You know what? Hmm. I'm going to pick the most recent thing on my list. It's been a fun little ride. Yeah. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Well, you said that might come sure. out. Yeah. Baby. Might yeah. come Baby Yoda. Another Just big a baby fun this year. end of the thing. Duh, baby. Oh, I'm man. The baby. baby so Yoda. Many, so baby. many fun little weird memes. I saw the other one the other day that was like, my friend over there wants to talk to you. My friend. And it's Baby Yoda, but he's got like a Nike sweatsuit on. <laughs> Have you seen the and AirPods? And I'm like. I don't even know what the fuck this. It's like when you see what's all, the joke. Yeah, I don't know. it's like There's when you see all, it's like when you see all those Tweety memes, and you're like, I don't know why this is Tweety with a gun, but I guess like a lot of faded memes on the Yoda memes. Oh, all the all the memes that are people like holding the gun are yeah, yeah. But yeah, Baby Yoda is like it is such an 
craven and blatant act of Disney being like, here's some cute shit. You will make gifs of it. Oh, but, yeah. man. Or did you see so them? They were like, yeah. They got yes, it right. Was, was it Laura Dern? Who are they talking to? Dern. Laura Dern was like, I saw Baby Yoda in a basketball, basketball game. game. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I saw him at the basketball game. <laughs> and it's like, oh, she does think it's Lil Nas X. Dern is a big <laughs> NBA fan. Dern is like, <laughs> and stays at the NBA game. I saw, I saw some photos of her and Timothy Chalamet courtside, and it's like at the me Knicks skipping game, second right? period to hang out with my AP English teacher. <laughs> it was That's a good hilarious. name. She dated Baron Davis. Wow. Yeah. Lauren Dern is, is I would Laura Dern dated I would, Baron Davis. I, what would they what were they what did they do out? Where did they go to dinner? What? I bet they were photographed in public a few times, so you could definitely look this up. Yeah. That's right. awesome. I didn't <laughs> know that. Like hot restaurants in LA. You yeah, know? That fucking rules. Oh yeah, he's from here too. Huh? He's quite the Hollywood type. He is from here, yeah. There they are. Look at that. Power couple. <laughs> Shit's insane. Yeah. I had no idea. If I had like a lot of tattoos, like a lot. A lot. I might throw that in the collage. <laughs> <laughs> Once I've lowered the, the, yeah. bar the barrier by yeah. a few notches, I'd, I'd be a So do all, do all these mean a lot? No, 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 no. No, no, no. They no, all no. mean a little. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of tattoos, though, I did see one that I'm pretty sure was fake, but like it was of uh, Baby Yoda holding White Claw. I got duped. One of those weird leftist Twitter guys. Yeah. Who I no, someone, someone posted that in work Slack and I looked at the bio and I was like, this dude co-hosts a podcast called Go Off Kings. I yeah. don't think this was legit, Not but it's I, a funny meme. I bought it because I was like, maybe you're one of those guys who just gets like a dumb tattoo every year. Turns out that was not the case. <laughs> and I tweeted something nice. <laughs> but at least he didn't retweet so people made fun of the me. The Mandalorian is like so mid overall. I'm like very bored by it. But like. I complete, love it. I, I, I love like it too, it, but it is completely mid, but it's here that I, I tried to tweet about. It, so forgive me for repeating myself if you read it, but it's like, it's, it, it's like Xena warrior princess. It's the same formula. They pop up in a new place. Mm -hmm. There's a problem. They solve that new problem. They move on to a next adventure, the next episode. One it's, of my coworkers was like, it's literally a video game. Like yeah. all the dialogue is video game dialogue. And I can't unsee that. It for sure does. You're walking up to an NPC. It's like a bunch of cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not good, but it is very watchable. And they are so smart in releasing it once a week instead totally. of dropping it all at once. That's the only reason anyone's holding on to Disney Plus right sure now. For sure would have cleared it out and then canceled their free <laughs> yeah. trial. Yeah, uh, that's what I was planning on doing. Yeah, I'm still probably going to cancel. <laughs> After it's over. I hey, maybe big, even People got mad at me over. on Twitter for this, <laughs> too. I'm not, a big, on there. I'm not a big Disney Plus fan because I don't like superhero movies, and I don't feel like going back and rewatching like the cartoons or TV shows of my youth. Yeah. So yeah. there's not a lot on there for Aladdin you. Aladdin and Lion King, it's about it, and The Mandalorian. You can watch the Jeff Goldblum explainer show. My, I guess I could, yeah. You can watch the weird Christmas movie with Bill Hader in it for some reason. Did he do that? Yeah, with Anna Kendrick. Or I watch a bunch Jeff of Disney Goldblum? Plus content. I'll watch it, I'm sure. Yeah. That sounds like I'd love it. I bet I'll watch that. Yeah, that's I've right never even heard of it. That's Scott. I'm not a big Kendrick guy, but Bill Hader is wonderful. Yeah, I like them both. I'm happy for her success. They fit perfectly really. in, the, in the mold that I'm picturing in a, in a romantic comedy Christmas sort of movie. I don't think it's a rom-com. I think they play brother and sister. Oh, rom-com. I mean, I'm not, not saying <laughs> Listen, you're not. We're different parts of the anyone. country. We call that a rom-com. <laughs> Speaking of which, my next pick is stepmom porn, which for some reason <laughs> I already regret. Really, you baby if you Yoda. really, if you no, really wanted good. to risk it, you could probably do porn. <laughs> I think you probably. Could. 
We've talked. To, it's been kicked around. That could be like a Patreon episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, let's gotta be for the real first. I guess Hymns would probably get behind wallet, the porn. In fact, it, we should Hymns or Roman. If you yeah. guys want to sponsor a uh, yeah. porn, porn episode? draft, we'll go ahead and do it. Specifically, because I don't think I. I want to know what Sean's into. Yeah. <laughs> every That's, now and then, every now and then, you see the crest of that humpback whale pop year out of the water. Say something like, <laughs> and you're like, what? Over at two thirty, <laughs> driving home, I'm like looking out the window, like you know, I was looking at XX the next yeah. the other day, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it never comes. No. Up yeah. Yeah. Then he's like, oh, that's where Christian Hasoy, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I this can't is believe a crazy skate spot, <laughs> and you're like. Back to the milkmaids or whatever you were talking about. We got from Baby Yoda to porn. I'm yeah. proud of all of us. It's a short trip. I bet um, you there's there's that video already exists. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, for exists. sure. Baby Yoda, very cute. Mandalorian, watchable. Not good. I, I 100% Free agree. Free Pedro Pascal's face. That's Come all I have to on, say. You're going to put It'll, him in a helmet? They they're will. teasing it so hard that like they are, they're going to. Yeah. So, like, Come on. Maybe I'll have a predator mouth. Let the you man know? use his instrument. Give me the Viper. I've loved him from For day real. one. I want, I've, I'm, that's the one thing I'm bummed on is Narcos. that I don't get to see him. I like that dude. Narcos fucking ruled. Narcos rules, dude. Yeah. I'm a uh, Pedro Pascal guy. Narcos rules, dude. That's those words have been said in that order. A oh lot. my god, millions of times. <laughs> this hour, <laughs> Narcos rules, dude. Millions of times. We could host an offshoot <laughs> if he called Narcos rules, dude. Uh, Allison, have your final pick. Sure. Um, I'm just not going to psych myself out too much with this one. Yeah. I would like to talk about something that I've really been enjoying for the past few weeks. Yeah. And that is when prestige Oscar movies hit Netflix. Oh yeah. So oh. this is kind of a dual. Uh, the Irishman and Marriage Story, but I don't. I feel like last year because movie? it was both, Irish both of them marriage, are. marriage Story. Oh, oh the yeah. one with Adam yeah. Driver. Adam, Adam Driver is fully probably winning the Oscar. No shit, it's Noah Baumbach. I do need to watch Bombay? it. Yeah. I, was, I almost watched it on Friday. Mr. Bombastic. Yeah. Mr. Bombastic. Okay. <laughs> like I feel like last year there was with Roma there was like so much concern trolling over like what it means for Netflix to be in the Oscar race and also it's, it's like fine and also because it was like a black and white foreign language movie yeah. about like very serious subjects people weren't like instantly like making memes yes but like I genuinely find with I saw both Irishman and Marriage Story in a theater I am a good like culture consuming citizen but then the second they hit on the internet it was really fun to just be like okay everyone's seen this yeah we can all talk about it we can all make dumb jokes about it. Like both that, the memes surrounding them were people ineffectively hitting things too, which is funny. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, both of those movies. You mean De Niro? That's really De Niro funny. and then Adam Driver punching Adam that Driver hole, in the wall. hole in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. What a bummer that fight. Scene I haven't was. seen Marriage Story yet, so I don't. But yeah. that Wait, so you scene? haven't seen what? it, but yeah. you've I haven't you've seen the Irishman, but I've seen that fight scene, and the I'm fight like, scene is real tough. It's the one tough. Well, I mean, but Laura Dern in it. Yeah. Oh well, you know, I'll certainly watch the movie. Dern Titten. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I genuinely I've had both like really like rewarding just like conversations about like, you know, is marriage story really even handed or like is the Irishman commenting on the gangster movie? Does it really need to be three and a half hours? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then also I just watched I've watched the super cut of Al Pacino just saying cocksucker for 38 seconds. It's so funny. So many times. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. He does, he does <laughs> like, say it a lot of times. Pacino's had a weird little year between his once upon a time in Hollywood role and then playing Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I think it's pretty great. It's great, too. I love yeah. Both of them. Also, I would have taken the Irishman. Yeah, absolutely. I'm saying on behalf of the Jewish people, yeah. Schwarz is okay. Schwarz. Schwarz. Absolutely. 
Schwartz. He can play a MOT. Yeah, he spent plenty of time with us. He's it's fine. fine. It's fine. He's, he's probably fine. basing it off his own agent. Absolutely. That's a real dude. That's probably five real dudes who he's not. Yeah, no shit. He's fine. <laughs> right, We're not like, worried about Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> and the Irishman is one of those things where it's like, I'm not really like in the take war about it. Like I understand what he was trying to do by like not having Anna Paikin speak or whatever, but I do. It's sort of like, I think you should leave. It's like, I like it and I respect it, but I don't love it. But it's so nice to see all my like film Twitter, bro friends just go ape shit. Like I'm very happy. They have this. I've been, I've been getting our friend, Mike Malloy who hated it, who you probably listen to this, Mike, we've had, this is nothing I haven't said to your face. I swear to God, he was playing video games while he watched it. I He's swear got to God. two. I, I mean, okay. So I saw it the first time in the theater, and yeah. I do think that was necessary because I just needed something to force me to pay attention. Yeah. Also, saw it in a raucous theater in Philly where the first showing broke, like Whoa. the sound didn't work, and it was all like seventy-five year olds, late seventy-five year old ladies in Philadelphia. So they were not having that. Yeah. It was quite the reaction, Crazy. but like. I basically I put in a lot of effort and man hours into making sure I saw that in the theater. And the second time I just saw it with my parents. So I actually was on my phone half the time because yeah. I've already seen it. But it was lovely. What did you did you like it? I thought, yeah. What's I did like it. I mean, yeah. like, obviously it's incredibly like well made. And I, I respect the fact that it's like him making a gangster movie that's like about death and dying. Yeah. I just I do think the first time, like the last half hour is where the movie really like shows you what it's trying to do. Yes. And at that point I had been in this like my butt had been in the seat for three hours and yeah. I was like, when is this ending? Yeah. I want to get but, out of here. Yeah, I don't think so, I could have watched it in one. Right. I now saw it now in that two. I've like seen it in full and like digested it a little bit, I respect it. But it I was, thought Pesci was so good in it too. I thought Pesci was the best part. This is like, it's fine. It's a Pesci's performance was such an interesting display, like uh, example of someone playing a powerful person who's like with like one, you know what I mean? Like oh, that aloof, just like, but but just like kind of restrained and like all the powers internal and everything. Whereas like we're used to seeing like maybe. That's and now I'm debating with Mike Malloy, who's not here. Yeah. We're like he's like Pesci. We often see like a loud mouth motherfucker, blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, but he's I like think kind I'm, of a I'm restrained, just like, I'm just cheap and easy, and uh, yeah. you know, a philistine. I just loved Pacino. Yes, me screaming. too. Like the the ice cream Sunday bit. Like, oh, it's so <laughs> it's so it's uh, he's such a joy to watch in it. I'll I'll watch him chew scenery. How much? How many more? That's sure. the other thing. How many more of these guys do we, how much more time do we get with all these guys? How much, They are all old. It's wild that they're all still alive, you know? It's wild and that the they're face all scrubbing still doing thing like, made it look, look like a video game. The de-aging game. thing was pretty weird. Yeah, it made me yeah. feel It like, wasn't even the de-aging. It, Why couldn't they just give De Niro color contacts? What was yeah. happening there? Yeah, I don't know. He looked like a Targaryen. Like, what was going on? <laughs> it looked like a video game, right? Like, you looked like we were watching an RPG. I don't know. It's also like, like I Targaryen. can believe you're Irish if you don't have blue eyes. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. De Niro's yeah. half Irish. Like, right. you don't need yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take him. Here's sure. an Irishman we'll with no blue eyes. We'll yeah. let him in. Uh, here's an Irishman. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of an Irishman, what's your final pick? Uh, final pick is going to be uh, Jake Phelps died this year. He's the editor for Thrasher magazine. Oh, forever. that was a big deal. So it was yeah. a very big deal. I understand that's not like everybody, but that's for me big... specific, that was a big no. thing. Oh, he was like, big. oh, you don't embodied. need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I didn't. Do you don't need to yeah. lay down the tracks, man. Maybe we know this a great pick. Don't do that to yourself. Um, but yeah, he don't talk like down. he was questionable. Like he, he was, you know, he was kind of a kind of a dick sometimes. But he did a lot for skateboarding. And he got a lot of shit done. Tell us he, about it. He got a lot of people. So he 
like spearheaded the Buster Bale contest, which gets a lot of tricks done at big spots like Wallenberg. They did a couple in San Francisco. They just did one at uh, this double kink rail in Pasadena. He was only he, 56 years old. Yeah, he just, yeah. Uh, I, I don't really think they know exactly what happened. Everybody, I talked to a bunch of people that saw him the day before at Deluxe. Unknown cause, yeah. And then he was yeah. just dead. So, oh, you know. Deluxe, I've hung out there. You did. Yeah, we all went to Deluxe. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. that cakey oh, flip, and yeah. there was a three-legged dog outside. You did. You didn't do a cakey <laughs> thick flip. I was, I was riffing tired. with some borders. And Frankie Gerwer. <laughs> yeah, it was just, uh, it was a weird thing. Like, he did a lot for skateboarding, and he died this year, so... Uh, still, you know, it's still moving well, forward. Well, break down what he did for us. So he was the editor. I mean, he was the editor of Thrash. Editor so like in just, chief of Thrasher for the entire run. He just I saw was him in the for 27 years. Yeah, he just was skateboarding. I mean, yeah. all through and through. Like he, if you like, if you went skating in any capacity, he was all about. Like you did, but you had to try. He wouldn't take anybody who didn't try. Like if you had a board and didn't skate, go fuck yourself. Yeah. One of those people. Like you drop in on the bowl or get out of the skate park situation, which is can be a shitty attitude, but. It's also very fun. But it's in, like, in one where it's like if all of a sudden the skate park's packed with people who don't skate, I guess you understand that, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, he's he been was around just, it for 30 oh, years. I understand. Yeah. He respected if somebody code. was gnarly. It's the it's happening in comedy all of them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he just he was just a very good, solid representation of skateboarding, and he passed this year, so I wanted to give him a little shine. Absolutely. And uh, anybody who skates that listens to this, just know, you know, Jake. Oh, Cubs. speaking of skates. Buy Donovan's board. Yeah. I just got oh, yeah. one. Go buy Donovan's it's board on the barracks. It's signed if you go to the barracks. I'm going to get a, one of those. I have yeah. a signed Donovan strain deck. The strain, dude. Haven't even told him. In strain <laughs> and the mem strain. Yeah, go get one of Donnie's decks. He uh, he rules. Excellent. Excellent final pick. God, I didn't I didn't blow it at all. You, this feels, you nailed it. I'm on top right now. I feel great. Yeah, you should feel good about yourself. Big day for me. <laughs> I've been nervous. You have been. You've been. The, of course, actually, I was because the last two times I did this, you've been I, a little more quiet <laughs> today than you have. Uh, yeah. the, than, than most episodes because yeah, because I'm feeling you're fight. You you're know? flying. You're flying a fighter jet this time. Yeah. no room for air. <laughs> Secret Service consequences. consequences. <laughs> That's right. It's that kind of podcast. <laughs> My final pick. There you go. Get it all out. I was in a. Uh, I would, so I'll just walk you through this day. I was in a uh, CBS Radford, which is CBS's studio in the Valley, you know, yep. Studio City. And I was there. We were, uh, we're, we're filming this new show I'm doing that's going to come out later on this year. And, you know, it went kind of late. I get to my car. Are you allowed to talk about? Oh, wait. yeah. No. Well, no. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Let's talk about going to your car. <laughs> there was somebody breaking in. Me and Ian killed him. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, but the, the, the episode going, went kind of late. I, uh, but I got out of there around, I want to say like 10.30, 10.45, showered off all the gunk from the show because there's a lot of stunts, whatever, whatever. Got to my car, drove my car home as quick as I could, jumped in an Uber, took that Uber to the Hyperion Public House here in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, they got some good go. chicken wings here over there. Here we go. Here we go. They got go. some good chicken wings over there. Yep. That's not yep. the yep. reason I went wings. tonight, no, though. No, not at all. That is not the reason I went that night. Oh. Because you had that a specific night, reason to go, right? And it's not just because you're sitting in this room. Oh, man. I went and saw one of the best, like, just comedy sets. <laughs> I had seen David Borey's Comedy Central half hour, November 15th of this year, came out on Comedy Central, and it's so fucking good. I know I told you that that night, and I've told you that since then. It's so fucking good. It's such a amazing, tight set. There are so many laughs, like you're amazing at on what the you way do. To, on the way to getting to a punchline. There's so many jokes along the way. There's Thanks, so many laughs man. along the way. It is sincerely 
It was like I just watching it in this room full of people who love you was one of my favorite sure. moments too. It was so surreal. Um, Wait, did crazy. they did they screen it? Like, they screened it, was, it upstairs. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like you doing yeah. the set. Okay, no, no, it was. Uh, we they were playing it up on the TVs there, and then they played Alan Strickland Williams later that night. Yeah, his was right yeah. after mine, uh, which was also great. But uh, that's not what I'm drafting. I'm drafting yours. It was just so fucking good, man. It was such a good set. Thanks, it was man. like it was crazy watching it because even when I watched it. There were a few jokes where I was like, I did not think they were going to put that on TV. Yeah, <laughs> and then they put it in there. And then they put, which is like, that's what I want, is all I want to tell is the ones that you probably aren't going to put on TV. So to have, like, I feel like it represented me, so I was really proud of it. Thanks, it was just, man. yeah, it was fantastic. It was like, Surreal. I don't know, and again, this is not like false humility or anything like that. It was like watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a, yeah, that's like a different level. You know what I mean? That's like, you know, you feel like you go have a good set. Every now and then, like, and I play, but you're like, oh, that's like fucking, like, you just fucking crushed it, man. That's what you want your, like, kick the door in first big set, like, kind of thing. To that's, be. Man, that's how I felt about it. I yeah. Feel, I, feel, I feel real thankful. I'm very moved by this display of male friendship. It was so oh good. It was crazy. It yeah. was crazy to watch. I mean, you were standing with me the whole time. It's mm -hmm. just like, it was crazy to walk in the bar and talking to everybody, and they were showing Kevin Hart special, and then. They showed my special after yeah. Kevin Hart's special. And you introduced your own special. And I introduced my own special. Yeah. <laughs> As the voice wild, of Comedy Which Central. was weird to do when I recorded it a couple I months bet. ago. I was wearing my loud-ass polo fleece and almost nobody commented on it because the that whole should room. Be, that should be like the weird like filmed <laughs> intro. Like, you know how everyone has to have a bit before their stand-up? It should be you introducing your own special. Yeah. <laughs> it was so to, weird. To the crowd of the Hyperion Public House. Because I had to yell it a few times. No, he's the so, voice. So like he on the TV... He had to be like oh. coming up next on comedy. So well, you can yeah. you're, with the literal voices right here. Why am I yeah. doing an impression saw, of you? I saw Ali Wong at the Wiltern and Shen Wong opened for her, yeah. and he had to introduce himself. Did he? God, yeah. Oh, did he's he do it? So funny, especially because he doesn't didn't doesn't yell. Yo, so what's I imagine up? he's just like, "Hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, hey what's up? Shen Wang, you guys cool with me coming out and telling some jokes? Because I'm about to. Oh, okay. He does he have is, a sneaky low voice. That dude's voice is pure bass, dude. He was I'm great. He's also. so amazing. Like, he's like, he's yeah, he's up the top I don't know back because I'd cameras. seen like maybe 20 minutes of the alley set before and like obviously she's masterful, but we yeah. walked down and my friend was like, I think his set was like a little tighter than hers. Like, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's great. He's very, very good. He's so slept on. He's one and of those he guys. he does like material about shit that's like, like so much now you see somebody do a set and they're like, hey, I'm Haitian Dominican and this is exactly what it's like to be like that. And this is why my set is interesting. And then you see Shang and he's just like, I got a Q-tip too deep in my ear the other day. <laughs> and then that's yeah. 10 and minutes. And it's like the best fucking bit. Five minutes on I, an empty lotion. He's yeah. So yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. It's like, it's like, it's not like, he doesn't have to. No, he's crazy he's good. He's just like great at it. He's occupying that space that, like, where I used to think of, like, Gary Goldman about that, where I'm like, mm -hmm. why isn't this guy huge? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, this is such a good comedian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll get there, though. Goldman's special yeah, was great. Yeah. His oh, yeah, special good. came out last night. Oh, Sora's yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Shout out to Soda. Shout out to Aurora, Colorado. He references <laughs> Big multiple times. Big things. In the, not to spoiler it, but he has a joke that hit so hard with me. He was like, he was like, He's like, I'm 20% white trash because I'm from Aurora. Blah, 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 blah. But he's like, he was like, I never thought I was white or a redneck because like we're from Colorado. We don't have any accents, blah, 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 blah. He's like, he's like, and then I watched the X Games and I was like, oh, there it is. Because every <laughs> snowboarder 
Sounds like every dude from Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> just like he just like he even did the perfect. He was like, "What's up? My name is Greg. I won the I won the Golden Big Hill. You trying to die tonight, bro?" <laughs> like, oh man, great, it's great. Yep, a lot of good comedy this year. A lot of good comedy this year. Um, but also watch my special, please. It's amazing. I mean, it's the only comedy special that made it onto this draft. Mm-hmm. And this is the definitive recounting of Darn 2019. Too. Speaking of which, David, you went first, yep. and you took the rise and fall of Jesse Smollett, Megan Thee Stallion, and the Hot Girl Summer, the Chicken Sandwich Wars, 90 Day Fiance, and Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. That's like strong. That. Yeah. I'll take that. Allison, you went second. You took Class War, which uh, was kind of Parasite, Succession, Knives Out, and then Fleabag Season 2, uh, The Year in Billie Eilish, The Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, and then prestige Oscar movies being on Netflix. That's solid. What did you think of Marriage Story, by the way? I liked it. I did actually think that the movie was slightly biased in Adam Driver's favor. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you just can't argue. It's also really wild because I rewatched Francis Ha recently. I love that movie. It's a great movie, but it's a very like dry, droll movie. And Marriage Story is a lot rawer. There's like human feelings in there. and It's it's really... I mean, like it—it it deposits you in a good place, okay. but it, it takes you to some tough places. I'm really I wish I had seen earnestly that scene first. The punch. But like the it, wa- it plays differently in context because, like, you I, have I, to I just learn. I assume it would, but but somebody like doesn't. You wouldn't punch a wall really hard. You know what I mean? If you're like that kind of guy, you'd be like, the fact that you do it at all. I, I mean, I like think something that scene really captures that I thought the movie was really good at is the way that like when you're experiencing like str- strife with someone who's that close to you, you're like so angry at them, but you're also going to them for emotional support yeah. because like that's what you're used to doing. And you're just like in this awful in between space of like feeling both ways at once and you can't like untie them. So like that part of like relationships disintegrating, I thought yeah. it's it's very, very good. I just like again, I had I had some opinions about like where how the movie settles on the question of who's at fault for what. But like that's it's it's fun to be able to have that discussion. I don't think know? I'm gonna be able to watch it till winter break. I don't think like uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be <laughs> like in a cave. Space. You don't want to go to work afterwards. I, I feel like or be coming home from work where I'm yeah. like yeah, coming home alone. You know, that's, <laughs> I saw it by myself at the Vista, and I live a 25 minute walk away, and I walked home in silence. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a few times with Vista movies. That was definitely Man, one of them. Perfect. That's perfect. That's so funny. Though, that's one thing. That's one thing I miss about living next to the theater in Highland Park. Now I take the Uber to I Uber to vi- movies, yeah. and it's like walking home from a movie is so nice. I love. I do the I walk home when I go to the Americana. I walk back home. It's like, like such a, a nice. A it's yeah. like such a nice way to decompress the movie and stuff like that. I do, Absolutely, I do miss that. Sean, you went third. You took White Claw, <laughs> Lil Nas X, and Old Town Road, Chernobyl, Booksmart, and then uh, Jake Phelps, the longtime. Editor in chief of Thrasher Magazine, passing away. Yes, sir. I went f- last, and I took the Baby's entire 2019. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood, The Crying season three. The Crying. I think you should leave. And then David Borey's Comedy Central presents. Actually, why don't you say that last one? And then finally, Comedy Central presents David Borey. Brought to you by Hyundai. <laughs> Pronounced like Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that uh, is the spot. That's, <laughs> that's what I say. We left some good uh, stuff on the board. I thought I, Billy Porter, just in general in 2019, was fucking amazing. I had the NBA offseason. Oh, that's, that's good. a good one. This year was crazy. I had yeah. Uncut Gems. 
I haven't, I seen, haven't it seen it yet. I'm just flexing my screening privilege. Sorry, no. guys. Uh, I flex away. It's I love it. So good. It's so fucking How's good. Oh, it's I the most. Wait. It's the most Jewish thing I've ever seen awesome. in my life. Yes, I can't wait. We're, we're gonna have some good conversations. I'll text about you it, immediately. Like. Oh, please do. Yeah. Uh, and then I also had Russian Doll and Two Gun Birdie. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Man, both great. I had, I had Facebook's Day in Court. Shout out like, to Hannibal <laughs> when everybody oh, with the yeah. weird Augustus haircut. Yeah, yes, that okay. was like really good. I, the impeachment, obviously. Mm-hmm. Epstein, obviously. Trebek's Ooh. cancer was Lori uh, Laughlin. Oh, damn. Shout out to Trebek. Oh, my dude. God. Was Operation Varsity Blues this year? That was yeah, this year. That was that this year. Was well, that makes the wild. year feel literally. Olivia Jade just made her dramatic return she's to YouTube. It's, I saw that. Boy, we got a lot. Of- <laughs> I saw people say. Did you see that, that she was back. on Caruso's yacht when all this happened? No, yes, really? Yes, Olivia Jade was. Incredible. Oh, my goodness. We. We got like, I'll sometimes gauge how big a story is by how much we can milk it for monologue punchlines. Mm-hmm. That one was months. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. It was Where a it's perfect like, story. Oh, this is still hitting with the crowds. They're like, yeah, because it's cl- that fits into class war too. Yeah. That was a huge part of it. Um, I was at when I, not a, not a, well, it could be a flex, but like I wrote on the Tonys again this year and in between uh, on commercial breaks, we would just go out, Cord would go out to the crowd and we would play like karaoke in the crowd, but like show tune karaoke. And Billy Porter did this. Oh, fuck. What was it? Hold on. I have uh, a question though. Yeah. When you write for the Tonys, do they like let you see the Broadway shows so you know you're writing about? No. Yeah, oh, really? That's like no. an issue. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and they're flying you all in from LA. So it's not like you can see New York. Right. Theater. We can't see it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I imagine if there's a New York based host, but like, no, we, because we would like, this deep in the pot. I'm not going to get in trouble for it anyway. He's not going to host the Tonys again. Fuck it. Uh, also, I don't think they would care. We When we were there, we were like, hey, would it be possible to get like tickets to go see like Hadestown or like or, like any of it, like any of the shows that were nominated, the, you know, Oklahoma that fucks, like any of that mm-hmm. stuff? No. They're like, you can go try to see it, but like, we're not going to get you tickets for go it. Go to the TKTS like booth. <laughs> yeah. We would get like behind the scenes access to go like tape with the cast and stuff like that if we were shooting it for like for the Tony. So we got to meet a bunch of those people. But and they were, no tickets. But no tickets, man. Wow. Yeah. Broadway. She's a cruel mistress. Oh, here's another show that I don't like. I, I was so stoned while I was watching it, which I think is how you should be. But Showtime did this like four part series at Shangri-La studios with Rick Rubin this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You really oh, like that. And yeah. there were all these different like musicians up there just for like a little bit. And it's not, again, it's nothing I would be like, this is one of the best things that got made this year. But like, I don't know. It was just a fun place to be when like baked and you don't want anything with steaks or like serious. Yeah. Yep. I would like to shout out the other two. Just a oh, very yeah. funny. incredibly well-made comedy. That show's so funny. Man. Yeah. It, it's so like- funny. But it's specifically like about like, I feel like this sounds like an insult, but it is like if Twitter or like a certain corner of Twitter, like was able to get a TV show. But I mean that like entirely as a compliment. It's like a very particular corner of like culture and the internet finally got like a full budget. Right. And it's awesome. I haven't seen any of it. I need to watch it. It's really funny, man. It's really, really good. And it's so timely and like, just yeah, it's just it takes like really a couple well. episodes to get going, yeah. but it's like it's a sitcom, so you're yeah, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, can so like really plow the, through whatever it. episode. The first episode where he made the song for his brother, that was when it started working for me. Wait, is that the one where he's my brother's my gay, brother's gay, and that's okay. <laughs> 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 
I just, they end an episode with a shot for shot parody of the closing credits of call me by your name. And I oh, think that's I, amazing. I think I literally like fell out of my chair. That's so funny. Like it's so good. Very well done. Uh, excellent. Oh, two last quick last seconds. My, I watched a lot of stuff. Mine Hunter. Uh-huh. Mine Hunter. Yeah, it was amazing. Mine Hunter. And then Dolomite is my name, mm-hmm. which again, not anything I would put like on a, this is the best thing, but like, it was just fun to watch Eddie Murphy be in a movie again. It was I watched cool. a few minutes of that, but like, I need to like really commit. It's know? like a, it's, it's no Dolomite. It felt I, like a movie that would get made. <laughs> yeah, it's no <laughs> Dolomite. If, and like you pointed out, he's not acting like Rudy Ray Moore at all on it, but like, yeah. he's but acting he, like Eddie Murphy. But he's good at it. He's great. Yeah. And it's just, it's a movie that felt like, it kind of reminded me of the movie Chef, where it was like, they're not, none of these people are anti heroes. They're not trying to do anything where like these characters aren't very like, complex although mm-hmm. i guess favreau is kind of an anti whatever whatever but like these characters aren't like mad complex it's just like here's a movie you're gonna have a good <laughs> yeah. time yeah, yeah that's how chef is for sure yeah for between 90 and 110 minutes and then it's I gonna be chef over too, yeah. yeah uh and that's kind of what dolomite was made. shout out to keegan michael key in there too oh, he yeah. was good uh, yeah, so we want to hear yours. What were your favorite parts of 2019's popular culture? Which, you know, astronomical events happened this year that maybe you found interesting. <laughs> maybe someone who shouldn't have been elected ran for office. Hit us. <laughs> Sorry, I got to get the last year. That was two years ago you did that, by the way. That wasn't was. even the last year. Sure was. We get a lot of content out of those picks. Uh, hit us up, All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the AFE patreon for holding us down shout out to the subreddit we check in every now and then i just posted in there because you were i think it was something about a bong that maybe i would use it was a menorah (laughs) bong that's what it was and i said yes i would i would try to smoke out of that also subreddit you incorrectly unidentified an old dude sitting next to me as my dad ivan carmel that was not ivan carmel no just some old dude you would know it was ivan carmel because he'd be looking into the camera lens just like i was because the apple does not fall far from the tree uh, but that was Sean Jordan next to me. We were in the third row of the Blazer game. What up, Carmelo Anthony? Uh, shout out to super producer Marissa. Yeah. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Haji, Haji Beats. Beats. Dude. <laughs> dude, shout out to... Uh, shout out to the baby. The baby. Yeah. A hard shout. Shout out to Howie Long. Shout out to Eggnog Bori. Oh, Eggnog Bori. We are in peak Eggnog Bori right now. <laughs> I'm Jack. Yeah, dude. Shout out to... <laughs> I don't know. Any any shout outs, Allison? Just thank you for. I don't want anything. Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. I, I really enjoy. I love this annual tradition we have. It's so fun to shoot the shit with you guys. It was especially fun to do it in your home. Thank yeah. you for having us. Of course, of course. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, more important than all of that, tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. It would be funny if you started calling yourself Carmelo Anthony before he ever got famous. I, oh, yeah. But I would have I had to have been like. That was a HeadGum Podcast.